Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Stop Gang Stalking Crimes Activism Call. And uh, we're just checking out a video. Thing that somebody might be wearing my T-shirts and have one of my signs on it. And Ashley brought that to us. So let's get started with a call, everybody. I hope you're having a whole, all of you are having a great day. We're trying. Yeah, I'm kind Kevin of getting hammered. I'm, I'm not having oh, a great God, time. Oh, Kyle's on here? Jeez. Yeah. And guess what? The uh, November video bomb is going strong. I've actually made uh, eight videos in seven days. And two you. of them... Two of them are actually going through Terry's website, just going through different things. Today, I went through uh, the document section, uh, a couple of them, just kind of telling everybody, you know, where to go on the website. So, yeah, uh, I saw that, good. Kyle. I saw that. And I also saw your dog, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Your dog and Jack match. I just want you to know that. Really? Yeah, I, I was thinking because you, you, you have big dogs. Well, he's just a golden color. No, Jack is a little guy. Jack's like a little version of Pepper. Have you guys heard anything major concerning the uh, lawsuits? Oh, well, what lawsuits are you talking about? The, the class action ones. Class action. I, I know that Spencer Carter was talking about doing a class action lawsuit uh, at the beginning of the summer, or I think in May, and he said he would have to move heard anything on that one um and then i don't know about any other class action lawsuit besides that one yeah and, and that hasn't gone anywhere yet so but if yeah. you hear about something kevin let us know but as far as i know there's no big lawsuits going on right now there might be things people are putting together but the problem is the lack of evidence mm-hmm. i mean you got to actually in order to do something, you really have to know who's after you and and what to get it in court. <clears throat> so, Kyle, I do need to talk to you on the phone sometime. Uh, um, somebody wants you to make a video about their um, being a TI and, and talk about it and share some uh, stuff with you. Okay. Yeah, I wish I could do uh, interviews with people. You know, my computer on Skype, but uh, I'm so happy to that um, I guess I need to try that out anyway. But yeah, I'll definitely, I'll talk to him. Um, you know, I, 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 I do talk about other people's situations, especially especially if they write something about it. Like if they write up like two pages of what they're going through. But um, I, I, I would need to, to make sure like... Not that I agree with everything they're saying, but just that they're not saying anything that is like, mm, you know, way, way out there. You know oh, what I'm saying? This person is insane. You know this person. 
Okay. Don't say anything way okay. out there. It's just I don't know if she wants me to tell everybody right now until uh, it gets done. But I, I think it's a great idea for, and you'd be the right person to do the video. I believe. Yeah, I just I mean I wish I could just interview people though instead of just telling about them. Um, well, do you have do you have high definition FaceTime on your phone? Uh, yeah, no, I do have. I think I have FaceTime. But the only problem with that is I don't know how I could get the uh, the camera working at the same time because the camera is also an app on the phone. Oh well, because that when you like on my new phone when you FaceTime and you do high definition, there's an app that'll record both conversations at the same time. I'm not sure how it works. Okay. Because I haven't okay. read it and I haven't played with the app. Of course, I, don't, I haven't called anybody to see how it works. You know, face to face talking yet. Because the only uh-huh. person that I know that that I call on a regular basis is Sue in Florida. Well, I'm gonna I'll check it out. I'm gonna check some things out and see if I can do something on my computer with uh you know because you know Ramola and them they they do I think Google Hangouts and then they record yeah. it. Uh, well, do you have a camera body. for your uh for your uh computer? Just have the the camera on the computer. Does that one work? Well, you, yeah, you could do live interviews through, uh, you know, YouTube. Right. Um, but I can't upload anything on the computer. Like, I don't, I don't know if I start trying to do that. I guess. I mean, I can try. You know. Well, it would record. Did you make it? Yeah, yeah, I understand how it works. Like, I mean, if my computer was working without being hacked into, it'd be, like, easy as cake, you know. Uh, but I got backed into just using my phone to make videos and upload. Because um, my yeah, attackers are so hacked in. Yeah, I'm sorry you're getting hit hard. That's what you said in the beginning, isn't it? Yeah, I am. I mean, I'm I'm trying, I'm listening to different I got a digital recorder, but I've got to record the CD's contents of the digital recorder. I don't have the right um, the right connection. Um, and then my so so while that's going on, my attackers are uh, blowing out my rechargeable batteries. They're hitting them with directed energy and just making them so I can't charge them again. So I'm down to four batteries. Um, and then when I play a CD at night. They'll let me, they they won't hit it until I go to sleep. And then I go to sleep and they shut it off. Then I wake yeah. up with the high pitch ringing in my ears. And uh, well, here, basically, yeah. Here's something you can try for your uh, batteries is that take, in the, take your batteries and get yourself a, a little light bulb, like a 12-volt light bulb, and hook two mm-hmm. wires to a positive and negative and then hook it up to the battery and just let it sit and drain it all the way down. And if it develops any memory, that'll help erase the memory. Sometimes it um, works, sometimes it doesn't. Okay. Do you guys, um, you can cover your CD player also with protection, Kyle, because they're hitting the CD player. <laughs> I have a huge enclosure. It's like tinfoil tape at the bottom, like in about 10 layers, and then on the top I that's have about right, 15 That's right layers around your, is that right around your CD player or around you? So no, around my CD player. I put it. I put the CD player inside of it, and then they have a hard time hitting it. It'll, they'll hit it, and then it'll kind of buffer out. 
uh, but they they found a way or got some kind of targeting where they can actually get through that now. And well, I see, the problem is around. if they've been in your apartment when you haven't been there, they could have um, left something on it, like a uh, transmitter or something that they can lock onto and do all kinds of things with. Mm-hmm. That's why we mm-hmm. have to protect these things and carry them with right. you wherever you go. Don't leave I anything do. like that I, in your apartment. I, I, bring it to, I bring it wherever I go. I bring That's it with right. me. That's but right. I, I think, you know, it, it does work. If I get everything positioned right, they can't hit it. But I, it's they can hit it sometimes. So I've just gotta gotta try harder. But I, I think they just have such powerful uh, directed energy, just kind of punching through it, you know. Yeah. I, th- well, guys, I think. Well, guys. Go ahead, Gary. Oh, I was just gonna say that uh, we did. I updated the flyer on my website. And uh, we got some things changed, some terminologies changed and stuff. And as we learn more and and get things that are more to reach the public, we'll be changing it. This revision of it is is actually quite good. And it it gives the ability for the public to see more of of Pacific-type illnesses and stuff that's brought on by this. Of course, I could list the whole page of what this stuff does to you technically. So we updated that. And like, uh, uh, we'll... Karen Mountain Stewart, as well as other people, they said lawsuits should be coming in 2018. I'm not really sure who to believe, to be honest. Uh, hmm. I'm not really sure who's telling the truth. I'm not you really need to sure get involved that. with some of them, then you'll know exactly what's happening. Get on board with somebody, start working. Yeah, like you you're all working. Get on board, start passing out flyers, start talking to people, but. There is currently, I have not heard of any lawsuits going on, Kevin, other than the one that Spencer Carter was going to put together. And it's just kind of sitting. You can go to his website and check out the updates for it. And you might hear that there are individual lawsuits, but those are for individual people for certain reasons with certain evidence. That's not for a whole group of people. That's why you need to do something to help in a project or program so that it will benefit you personally, just like we're all working hard right now. I, I think Dr. Horton is also, um, she's collecting affidavits. So I don't, I don't think she's in a class action lawsuit, but I think they're, they're formulating one, you know, I think the techno crime fighters and, and Dr. Horton are actually collecting affidavits. So she, she's getting one together, but it, there's no date. See, that's the kind of people you need to contact, Kevin, and work with them, because whatever they do won't affect you unless you're on the doc, on the document. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that Horton, I would contact and say, I'm interested in knowing how I can help to get in a class action lawsuit. Here's my name. Here's my information. Send an affidavit of what you've been experiencing. Have it notarized and uh, do something like that to make an effort to let them know you're interested in being a part of their program. Yeah, definitely. And also, Kevin, I just want to point this out. I got your text today about saying that uh, about uh, oh, let me see here. Hold on a second. Uh, about getting new identity. That's not going to happen. And I don't know nope. who told you that serial killers get new identities. 
No. It, it just doesn't happen. I, I don't know where you got that information. You'll never have a new identity. I've contacted the FBI. I've worked with a lot of people. Once it's gone, it's gone. Forget about it. You don't need a new identity because that's not going to stop the targeting. So forget it. Uh-uh. Because they have, I'm sorry, they have your DNA. If they've been in your apartment, they have your DNA, you have your fingerprints. Hi, this is Renee from the Triangle in North Carolina. And I had the experience last week. I changed my hair color. I changed my hairstyle. And um, they thought, for some reason, I was someone else. I went to a concert at Duke, um, commun- Duke University's Community Center. And I uh, wonder why they were asking really weirded out. I lived the same place. I walked around, you know. I just changed, and I went and bought a wig, and I guess because I wanted to change my do, and um, they got all weirded out, the gang stalkers, and they literally followed me to this concert, and they took my beer cup, and I was drinking and took the cup under my um, chair. I was with um, a couple of friends, and when I went to end of the, um, when it was over, I went to grab my cup, because I noticed some people lining up behind me, which I thought was odd, but then the next, uh, you know, it was odd, but it wasn't because I've been stalked for the last, uh, you know, 25 to 10 years. My cup was gone, and it didn't dawn on me until I went to um, pay my rent and live on this little quiet, so-called quiet reserve, and my landlord, who's a stalker, and he's out in the left field, he said, he's 82, he told me, I thought you were someone else. You know, and uh, you changed your hair. We thought you were someone else. I said, why is it important who I am as long as I'm paying the rent? I look the same. I'm walking around here all day, and I'm home because I'm a retiree, and, you know, we got video surveillance, and why would you think I was someone else? So that's why I wanted to say that, that they got there. So they took my DNA, and um, they took my fingerprints, and I'm sure they ran it against a sample that they probably had gotten earlier from earlier stockings. So to make sure that I was who I was. So you can change your name and you can change your identity, but you can't change your prints and you can't change your DNA because I know they have a DNA database. And you uh, probably guys, have uh, implants yeah. and chips in you that will never And change. implants, yeah, and also, yeah, and I do have an implant. So I thought the whole idea was ludicrous. I'm aware of one implant in my back. And, um, and when it was implanted, I was in Florida. That's one of the reasons I left. Um, because I was so outdone, I woke up one morning, I had my, my back was itching, I felt this lump. It was an implant. And then I met, that's when I really noticed that everywhere I went that they were aware. And I, that's when I started reading more and more, and I read about the implants. So I had an implant, but they wanted to make sure I was who I said I was. So they took prints and DNA just to be on the safe side. These guys, are, they're, they're really paranoid. They know that people are trying to get away from them. You know, they know that people want out. And uh, the people are starting to educate themselves. I'll stop talking because I did some research, and I found this interesting guy who did this great book. Uh, call Invisible Enemy. He was on Coast to Coast on September the 22nd. This is the second book. And he's been realms of reams of data research on them, and he was given the background and on um, the psych ops program with the military and the connection to the criminal underworld. That's how I got on the list because I tried to turn in some people in the city I lived in with the police. Well, I know the police were on the payroll. And um, that's how I first became targeted because I tried to tell and make and uh and, and then of course events of course I tried to write uh 
tried to contact uh, the Department of Justice, tried to contact um, the, the Attorney General's office and one um, state. Uh, yeah, so anyway, just to make a long story short, um, the, the, there is more information out there. It's just amazing um, how much is out there. And, I, and Terry, I've been to your site, and it's great. I was looking at it earlier. But you can't, Kevin, I, I feel for you because I've been targeted now. And um, you just have to find ways around it. And there's things you can do to relax your anxiety, but you can't leave anything in your apartment if you go do laundry or whatever. whatever. And they sometimes they got the balls to come in there while you're sleeping. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Hmm. Has anybody got anything good to share that's happened in the last week? What is that background, Terry? Do you hear that background? Yeah. If you guys got a bunch of background, please star six to uh, you're ready to talk. I, I saw a film uh, on Real South on PBS called The State of Eugenics, and it was talking about eugenics and the history in the United States, but particularly because I, I, I live in North Carolina, but because after World War II, everybody else stopped. But um, North Carolina stepped up the pace until 64, uh, between in the 60s and the 70s, and these people actually got reparations in 2012. It is documented, and it's on a package on um, uh, realsouth.org, and you can easily go view it. And it's kind of upsetting to watch, you know, to listen, to, to find out what they did with the sterilization program. And um, it was fascinating, though, how they step by step. So in a way, these people were targeted also, and it was governmental. You know, they were targeted to social workers, teachers, and they got their parents to sign on to get them sterilized when they were teenagers. And this went on for like 50 years. So um, it, it's just amazing how things tie into one another. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. But, um, yeah. And plus, these guys have been around this gang stalking thing. It's 60 years no. old now. Yeah. So, Lou, did, did you and Sue work on uh, work on uh, something to write on business type cards? campaigns going forward. Did you notice I put it in the newsletter? I don't get uh, your newsletter. 
No, I, I don't. I don't get it on my email. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna check and see. I've you just send out a newsletter, Terry. Yes, every every week. I don't get it. I I swear I put in to receive it, but it doesn't come through. I wish you could subscribe well, me manually. Well, check your spam folders and stuff. You might have to readjust it. Some people go to the spam folders. I'll check that out and see. Yeah, if not, just re-sign up for it. Yeah, I didn't. Um, my my <laughs> my most recent uh, thoughts, what I did today. Every day I have to come up with a new idea or my day hasn't been productive. But I sent it to a couple people. I'm making big murals. Um, <laughs> I don't have my computer on right now. But um, it's entitled Luda's Platinum Rule. It says, Good conquers all evil in huge letters at the top. And then below that, I am speaking to the perpetrators. And I'm going to put these all over living spaces in two apartments um, so they can't miss it morning, noon, or night. And it's kind of a little bit of a psychological bombardment, a little bit of brainwashing to them instead of them. Did you send out an email about that? I did to you, yes. Yes, I did read that this morning. Yeah, we, I, I'm doing everything possible. You know, anything I can think of, writing, dispersing, and talking with people in every way possible. This is what I see. I suggest Kevin do. He's young. I mean, I'm probably 50 years older than him. And the thing is that unless you start fighting for yourself, it takes good time. It keeps your brain very current and very sharp. And if you don't start doing something positive, you're going to be in deep depression before it's over because we don't have time to get depressed or lose hope or lose strength or anything, even though our, our bodies are beginning to weaken after so long. I've been targeted probably 20 to 25 years. Your body begins to weaken from all the radiation, no matter what supplements I take. But in the same yeah. token, my mind is not getting less sharp. So I can still yeah. use my mind. And I suggest everybody... Do something, anything you can think of. I mean, I'm I'm grasping for straws, granted, but I don't care what it is. Who knows? I like how that. Your idea have, about the business cards are great because you can post them and print it everywhere. I mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. There's a lot you can do. There really is. Yes, a lot. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'll do that and just go around posting it. And everybody put their business cards up in laundromat to like, you know, bulletin boards. That's a great idea. I like that. And I yeah, also find, I know they, yeah. you can make them really cheap on white, thin paper, but I have mm-hmm. found with business cards, I've always used yellow background mm-hmm. with black, very mm-hmm. clear print, nothing fancy, nothing with squiggles. And mm-hmm. when you post them on a bulletin board, even if they're a little larger size, it might cost mm-hmm. you five cents more per card, but it might make the difference because there might be somebody there that can do something. To help, mm-hmm. it might be a, a, a young attorney or somebody that you know sees the problem and would like to help in some small way. Mm-hmm. So I, I yeah, really think colors really help too. I'm sure Terry agrees with me on this one. Yeah, colors do help. I made a bunch of different colors for my mom's uh, ministry. Colors help because people are attracted to colors. We're in mm-hmm. this world of marketing, you know, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, commercials and stuff that are all highlights and curb, you know, and a lot of selling of sex and whatnot on it. Of course, we, we don't want to use that type of stuff in our advertisement. It's just an example. But, yeah, we we definitely got to get into that modern age. I put a link for those of you in the computer for the last shout-out that I just gave. 
yesterday, and I shared a video that was done in not too bad of a light for uh, us. So, which was, uh, it's not the greatest video, but it doesn't paint us in a really bad light. So, uh, I put it on my uh, last newsletter, too. And the card is great. If you guys come up with ideas for the card, like I said, um, I believe Linda and Sue were going to work on uh, some something for a card. And, of course, I have a card that I hand out as my name and phone number on it. But we're going to get a couple of different ideas and get it uploaded to my website so you guys can pick out. And there are places that if, that you can get cards printed out, you know, 500 for 5 bucks. So that's really cheap advertisement. Yeah. Yeah, we got to keep just getting building awareness out, and then the media is going to look at all these people and this becoming a household topic, and they're going to have to report it. They're going to be like, what's the point of covering it up anymore? You know, that's that's got to be the goal, is to just get so much information, just swell of information out in the public, on social media, wherever we can. Um, Absolutely. Then there will be no point for people to cover this up. They'll... They'll have to kind of close up shop or, you know, tone it down, and then the media won't won't have a reason to cover it up if everybody's talking about it anyway. I really like what Luda said about, you know, thinking of a new idea every day to keep vital, to keep, you know, to keep your energy up. Because that's, like, I noticed that I had made, like, maybe maybe two videos a week or something like that. But when I started forcing myself to make a video every day, and I had to force myself what can I make a video about every day to get to get new information out? Um, it's kind of uh, stretched my limits, and and I've started you know thinking better uh, about how to do this. So, I mean, it's it's a very good idea to to at least do something every day, think of something new every day. You know, even if it seems a little bit, um, you know, because like a video every day, you know, and sometimes they're just testimonials. It seems like oh well, you're just you know, you're just putting the same old information out, but you're you're pushing yourself and you're looking for that that idea that's gonna get people aware in your community. You know, so I really like that. I think Luda does a good yeah. job. And I'll share something else I just found out the other day when I was searching through my database at the website. The New York Times signed up for my newsletter. Really? Really? Yeah. Huh. That's good. So, and there's about, I get between 50 and about 70 different news places that actually open my uh, newsletter a week. So, it's pretty good. I, I'm surprised that just in the first day this time, the newsletters, more and more people are opening. I'm hoping they search in their spams and whatnot, but 313 total views and uh, 101 clicks on links that are added to it so it's pretty good tracking this stuff becomes very interesting and uh somebody was out the other day they were talking about handing out flyers i forget how many they said they handed out but i noticed on that particular day and it could be correlated or not but there was 20 new people that came to my website so it's very very important guys that we go through this, and I'm sure a lot of new people are generated by Sue, who works very hard, who is probably moving today, and uh, 
she texted me a little bit ago. I don't know about you guys, but she's doing a lot of hard work too. And Kyle's doing a lot of hard work. I don't know. Uh, there's some more people on now. Kyle, why don't you tell everybody what you're doing this month? I have a piece of ice in my mouth. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so this month, what I did is on November first, I was making a video, and I thought to myself, well why not do some kind of marathon or challenge? You know, I can't drive across country. I can't, uh, you know, walk across country because I'm like physical aspects of the torture are just too bad. Um, so I said, well, I'll do a challenge where I have to make a video every November. Um, and what I've done now, I, I've seen how if I plan to make a video every day, my attackers, are giving me more sleep deprivation. They're kind of trying to plan around my organization, uh, like the organization of this, this um, you know, video marathon. But so what I've done is I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make 30 or above videos for the month of November. Uh, just information, informational websites about this, uh, testimonials, um, vehicular stalking. Um, I'm going to try and have my camera ready in case you see a, uh, an example of, of gang stalking um, and just just overflow and, and information overflow. Uh, and, and anybody who wants to, to be involved, anybody who wants to, you know, do videos or, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk to this person that, that Terry uh, that wants to um, and tell their story uh, for this month, but just a just a month of getting information out, you know, over YouTube. I post my videos on Facebook, too. Um, and just kind of, you know, it's, it's helped to challenge me to think of things that I haven't said yet. Um, think of things that people need to go to on, on the Internet to look at this. Um, so so it's been very successful. You know, it's kind of pushed my... It did, my attackers did start hitting me in, in both sides of the jaw. Um, and they did also yesterday. It was really weird. They they do have V2K on me, um, and then synthetic telepathy, which is the inner voice thing, uh, which I think is subliminal V2K and maybe something else. They've never. They've always threatened to kill me. Um, but yesterday it was it was day six of the video marathon, and they said videos or we're gonna kill your dog in synthetic telepathy. So my inner voice, not not the audible V2K, and it was weird because then the woman's voice on actual audio V2K said, "We're not going to kill your dog," and then on synthetic telepathy, I got, "We're just joking, we're just joking." So it was the first time they threatened to kill like uh, my pet or a family member uh, because of this stuff that I'm doing. I don't know if it's hyper game theory. Uh, I don't really believe them. I think they're bluffing. Um, but what I'm going to do is instead of doing a video every day, I'm just going to do a bunch of videos this month and not really plan it for every day. Just maybe do two videos a day if I'm feeling energetic, maybe take days off, um, you know, so, so as not, but they're, they're very, it's weird because I had a police helicopter fly right over me when I walked the dog and I haven't had a lot of flyovers directly above me. And then the synthetic telepathy incident of, um, you know, we're going to kill your dog if you go through with this. So I don't know if that's just a kind of thing, 
but they seem very upset about this. Like, my attackers, like, and I always make videos, so, you know, and I'm not putting out any any information that's just, like, going to blow this thing open, you know, I'm going to go over the Cuban embassy attacks and stuff like that, but these are videos that, you know, these are the kinds that I always make, and I've never gotten this kind of reaction from my attackers. They hate the idea, they're very upset about it, and I'm kind of wondering why. I'm kind of wondering, okay, I make videos all the time, but now I've set a challenge to make a video every day. And what I think it is, is I think that, you know, if there's a, if there's a, like a, we're getting information out there, but we're kind of taking our time with it, you know, oh, it's just kind of a regular thing. But information overflow, like putting stuff on YouTube to where the information's gonna get put out front because you're putting so much of it out, I think that scares our attackers you know mm -hmm. so you you yeah. handing out flyers terry like like you are i think that would you know that would scare my attackers if i was handing out as many flyers as you because it's information overflow you know i i agree uh, uh kevin um that's how i found you guys is the information overflow on youtube the realization and that's how i educated myself on being a tiger individual but on the directed energy there are things you can do um, it's a, a special website, a channel, and whoever this Dr. Virtual 7 is, it's yeah. specially designed vibrational music to help heal electro, the effects of electromagnetic radiation. Also, um, there is YouTube on the, on the channel um, for brain hacking and, and a voice, and you have to play them four or five, and you actually, they, it's an interrupter. It works because I was aching. And I was, because they stepped up my uh, attacks, and I started using some of these programs that I got on, I found on YouTube. It's taken away the yeah, pain. Ma'am, ma you know it yeah. also, the, Dr. Virgil uh -huh. also does these, like, uh, subliminal uh -huh. miracle things. So uh -huh. listen to some uh -huh. of the subliminal uh, videos, too, because what, what our attackers uh -huh. are doing a lot that uh -huh. we don't notice is they're doing a lot of subliminal, like, you're uh -huh. going to feel more pain when we attack you, or... You know, you're uh -huh. worthless stuff, stuff that's really negative all the time. But if you can't, I listen that, to subliminal yeah. also, and I meditate. So, mm -hmm. and they can't stand that. They try to drop things on my head when I, I'm chanting. So I understand the subliminal messages, but it does work to ease the discomfort. That's what I'm saying. You were talking oh, yeah. about how, yeah, it works to actually, there are things you can do, and they get very upset. You know, I've had my phone cut off, I had my computer. The virus put it in my iPad uh, because and um, even blocked my smart TV. <laughs> so because mm -hmm. I play it on the smart TV and blast all the way to my small apartment. But there are things you can do to combat that, so you can get some peace and you can go to sleep at times, so you can get some rest. Because that sleep deprivation is that that's really bad. You know, it it, it, it wears on you. But what I but I'm gonna stop talking. I think you're doing a great job because they're really upset because the well, money threat. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen it like because I make videos I all the time. Mm -hmm. I get information out, but it's like mm -hmm. this. I they're they're really mad, and it's like they mm -hmm. they feel like they feel like I'm doing something that they have to stop, or they're gonna mm -hmm. look bad or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I I don't understand. I don't understand like because. You know, well, I don't know. They they do know that I come up with good ideas if I'm forced to. Uh -huh. so I'm forcing myself. I'm forcing myself, and I'm pushing uh -huh. myself to not only just do testimonials. I do a lot of testimonials about what's going on with me for the day, 
vehicular stalking, but now I'm, I'm you know, I'm really focusing on trying to get on some, get some good mm-hmm. documents in front of that camera, get some good documents where people mm-hmm. can go find them, some good interviews. Uh, and I think they're, they're, they're just scared about what's like, when I run out of doing testimonials, what am I going to figure out then? So, so, I mean, we do, we, we all have to kind of, just like lose every day, think of something different. Defense is, you know, like you were talking about defense and painting what they're doing. I think that's the most important thing so that we can have clear minds to go out and do this activism, you know, to either hand out flyers, wear t-shirts, you know, make YouTube videos, put Facebook posts up. Um, but, but definitely, and, you know, uh, these guys in uh, Britain, so they're putting out video after video of, of people's testimonies and like evidence uh, of this happening. Um, so we also, when we make videos and we're we're doing our own thing, we also need to promote what other people are doing. So I'm promoting what Terry's doing on this video marathon. You know, he's promoting me with his newsletter. It creates a synergy and a swell that just goes back and forth, back and forth, and then mm-hmm. it goes out. And if you so even if even if you're tired and you you can't go hand out flyers for the day, you know, not every day I can I can get out and go do something. But just even even doing a Facebook post of man, I watched this awesome video. Uh, you know, I watched Doc Dr. Horton the Techno Crime Fighters Forum this number, and I, I learned a lot from it. Uh, you know, they were talking about this. Please and, and just post that video on Facebook. So, you, so you're like getting other people's information, promoting other TIs, uh, and then they're promoting you. Uh, I mean, I think that's just there's there's an infinite infinite places we can go uh, forward on that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I got kicked off the computer, so I'm reloading it. But uh, Something else that I want to mention to you guys is that I've been cutting sugar out of my diet and salt heavily. Um, that seems to be very beneficial to the targeting. Um, there is indications in some of the documents that I got a hold of and read that, you know, those are both crystals and frequencies uh, affect crystals. And so if you're eating a bunch mm-hmm. of sugar or salt, those are in your body. Crystalline. Something else I want to mention that was brought up early on before I started recording today is when an incident happens in the public, um, let's say like this Texas shooter and stuff, I do not Mm -hmm. think it's beneficial to the TI community to go look for that person as being a TI. I think it would be in our best interest, and this is my opinion, for us to wait and see if something is said about or on those lines before we start diving into this because it it really kind of paints us in a bad light that we, every time there's an incident that we start talking about it. Mm-hmm. And also, if you notice, there's this big, huge thing that just explodes every time there's an incident through the DI community. And, you know, we're not, we're not associated with criminals. We're not a criminals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And in and many regards, Ill. that's kind and of what not, people look at. Yeah, And we're not mentally ill. That's the other thing. This guy was mentally Yeah, Ill. we're not mentally ill. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't. You're right. You wait for the information to weigh in, you know, um, because they would like to put us in that classification. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Oh. 
Yeah, we're we're uh, actually not mentally ill. We're it's like artificially. What what would you call it? Um, it's PTSD, post traumatic stress disorder from yeah. torture and trauma. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the re- yeah. remote yeah. neural manipulation. It's like an artificial, um, yeah. artificial brain. Like I don't know. Brian too says uh, brain hobbling. Um, mm-hmm. Where they try and hit your head so much that they hobble. They're basically hobbling, giving you concussive mm-hmm. effects. So it's it's really uh you know it's it's really not symptoms. It's not mental illness. It is you know pain induced from directed energy weapon systems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys, um, when you sleep at night. You might think about buying one of those little shieldings for your eyes because uh, this third document that I went over, it talks about your eyes too. Your eyes have no thermal release. So frequencies and the microwaving um, heat up your eyes. It's part of the reason why they feel funny. Drink lots of water. That helps you get rid of it. heat. But your eyes really have no thermal way to get rid of thermal energy. So... Um, Maybe try to protect those, especially as you sleep. Your eyelids are really aren't good protection. But uh, just a, some thoughts there. Terry, what do you use for eye protection? Um, I actually take uh, some of those hot and cold packs and I wrap it over my eyes when I sleep around my head at night. And yeah, it really got... does work, guys, keeping your head cooler. It really does. I've got to do that because... Yeah, go ahead, Lou. I'm sorry. Underneath those, Terry, be sure to put goggles, laser. They're called laser infrared glasses. You can get them from Amazon, $40. There's several different styles. And those should be going under your cold packs because it's hard to get through that. Those, they're almost black. Everybody well, should be wearing those. I wear them 20 hours a day. I wear them everywhere I go. I wear them outside. I wear them in public. I don't care. Yeah, if you get the the Joe the hot cold packs, they have the blue or the purple fluids in them. Um, they really make a huge difference. Did anybody have any good thing good they wanted to share for the that happened in the last week? We guys try to bring something good each week for to share with everybody kind of as a mood uplifter and always like I said we read I redid my flyer that was some good things uh, I have some more people that come forward I had a very interesting day handing out flyers, seeing a couple of people I'd seen before. They say they're actually reading more about this. And uh, and Kyle's right that one of the reasons that I, I work with, like in the last uh, newsletter, I shared PACS and, you know, Ella's website, Freedom for Targeted Individuals and Citizens Against Harmful Technology. Because we bouncing this stuff around will help us get the word out. Because if they see us working with other places, then they will go other places and look too. And it also shows a broader scope of the program, of the program mm-hmm. that's being used, and who's fighting against it, who's working to bring it to light. 
Yeah, I think sometimes we, we feel like, okay, we're putting information out. Somebody else is just going to grab it and run with it. The mainstream media, you know, mainstream media is not really, is not helping us at all. So, you know, information that's very important usually has promotion from the mainstream media if it's part of the agenda. Um, but my point is, is that we have to be each other's promoters. We have to be each other's advertisers. We have to spread the information, either by word of um, you know, social media. We have to be promoters and advertisers for this news. Uh, you know, so if you read an article that Ramola, you know, writes in the um, Everyday Concerned Citizen, and it's great, and you love it, you need to promote that article so you can so we can get it out by word of mouth by social media. Because we don't have the mainstream media just picking up in very important news and things about people dying and being tortured, you know, being hurt by this. We don't have a mainstream promoter. Uh, so it's so important. And I, I, I think that maybe, you know, it's common sense or, or conditioning. We think, oh, well, this news is going to be picked up. I'm, I'm, you know, we're crying to the heavens that we're being murdered, that we're being tortured, that this stuff is going on. And obviously, as good people around the world, somebody's going to pick up this news, and it's just going to start spreading. But that's not how it works, you know, unfortunately. Maybe someday it will. You know, maybe someday it will hit a saturation. I think someday soon it will hit a saturation where people will be talking about this everywhere. They'll be talking about it in the right way. You know, I was thinking, um, today I made a video uh, where, you know, it's kind of just opining the Cuban embassy attack, and I think this is a point that we need to hit, not just the whole Cuban embassy attack, but the fact that 21 State Department workers said something's going on with us, our ears are hurting, uh, it seems like we're being attacked with something, we're getting concussive effects, headaches, they got medical attention, these 21 people. There, I think there were some uh, some articles that said maybe they were uh, experiencing some kind of mass delusion, but those articles were laughed laughed away not talking about the articles but when when those 21 state department workers all together uh you know said something's happening we're hurting we're getting high pitch ringing in our ears uh we're getting headaches they got medical attention an agency uh -huh. started looking into it now now why why in the world are people all over this world in every country complaining of the same exact things when we are thrown into mental institutions we need to start really hitting on the fact those 21 State Department workers said the same things as we're saying. They got medical attention, and they got people looking into it, even though those people didn't know exactly what was happening. You had 21 people complaining of something, and they got help, and people are investigating what happened. Now, we've got you know thousands and thousands of people speaking out, millions of targeted individuals all over the world, but thousands and thousands of them speaking out institutions it's covered up we need to start complaining of the fact that hey these 21 people they're saying the same things as thousands of people all over the world are coming out and they're getting medical attention and people are investigating it why are we not you know why are we not i kind of i kind of went into that i'm sorry terry i know that that really wasn't where i started out but i uh, you know i, I yeah. think we need to we need to hit on some common sense things 
really big well, with you know common what? sense. Connect the dots, you know. While you're doing this video marathon, you might want to do some research and read about what went on in Russia and the embassy, you know, where they targeted there too. Is that that'd be yeah. a good one to put that and Cuba on together on a on one of your videos? Yeah, yeah, and I, I I've I've mentioned it in my videos, but um. But yeah, I'm going to do the Cuban embassy attack and then what happened in Russia. Happened so long ago in Russia. Wasn't it like 1970-something? Yeah. 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 Did they, did they get medical attention? Or did they come back to America? They got yeah. medical attention. They were recalled. Oh, yeah. It seemed like when this state versus well, the, state was like the, the Cuban. The, yeah. Yeah, nice the, the people complaint. from The people from yeah. Russia, I mean... Because I, I know yeah. the, Cuban, the Cuban workers did, but I was wondering if the yeah. uh, the Russian yeah. workers also also got that. I don't know if the Russian workers did who attacked, but the the, the um, State Department people who were in Russia and they were attacked. Yeah, yeah, they got medical attention mm-hmm. because they, well, it's, it's, they considered it a covert uh, action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's well, it's interesting how now the Cuban government releasing all the statements. They're releasing that it was cicadas and crickets that did this. Nah, to the State nah, nah, they're nah. saying they're also saying that the U.S. was lying about it, uh, is lying about all of this just to make Cuba look bad. And at first, I thought, you know, maybe the maybe it's our country did this. Russia did it, but now I'm starting to think that you know the Cuban military was doing this because they they uh, were worried that the State Department workers were spies. Or they were trying to, you know, spy on the United States using remote neural uh, monitoring um, and surveillance like this and harassment like this. Uh, it, what what the Cuban government is saying is really making me think that it was the Cuban military doing this. Oh, and, and, and the you, Cuban you military in bed with well, at one time were in bed with the Russians, so that's where they got their technology. True. Uh, it's, true. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in bed with them. The whole Cuban Missile Crisis thing back in the sixties. So they went I mean, to them, but it's, it, it's yeah, but it's a, this, you know, it, it, yeah, it's the it, 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 cicadas do not sound like, and I know I experienced oh, no. your head um, bumping in your head, the the, the ringing, the cicadas don't sound like that. Totally different. Well, I think cicadas, well, I yeah. think, and that's a, that's a great example mm-hmm. of how ridiculous mm-hmm. the justifications. Mm-hmm. Like, not only that mm-hmm. justification, but, like, now I have people commenting on videos where I'm, like, showing documentation. I'm explaining of, of pain symptoms mm-hmm. of, you mm-hmm. know, these people hitting me in the vagus nerve and stuff like that. And then I have this weak, you know, weak comment of, like, oh, well, you you know, you need to show this to your parents and your psychiatrist because you're mentally ill. And the, the justifications and the cover-ups and the propaganda, they all just are starting to get real weak. And we need yeah. to capitalize yeah. on that. They're all, they, yeah. they're so laughable now. They're so laughable mm-hmm. and we are not. So when whenever anybody, can I just say one more thing, Terry? I'm just, when, whenever anybody comes into these chat rooms and is like, PIs are mentally ill and blah, 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 we need to start having a different perspective on that. Um, because I know in, in earlier days, like five years ago, maybe that, that was kind of scary. These people with propaganda, or, or saying, you know, y'all are crazy, but now it's so weak. Hello? We really just need to laugh at all. We need to laugh about this kind of stuff. It's and they do troll the, the chat rooms. 
uh, the perpetrators oh, yeah. and stuff. So they're trolls. So a oh, lot yeah. of that is suspect now. Um, but some of them are paid. Some of them are paid to do that. Yeah, they're paid to do that. They want to make, like, when, when people put out, like, I put out YouTube videos, and, like, on every one I'll have the, the same two two guys. They have a YouTube account with no no content, and they're, they make comments. Like, this one today was, was incredible. They're trying this tactic because them just calling me mentally ill isn't working anymore. I'm not biting. So now they're trying this thing with uh, nobody watches videos because this is how the perpetrators get your information. It's all done That's by cookies. True. So race, like it's crazy that the things that they're trying to do to stop this information mm-hmm. at this point in time are so ludicrous, and people are going to be able to see through this. They're going to be yeah, able to see it, through it. They start. We we I feel like I'm one of the people who were brought in by the TI videos and seeing them and the information. That's what they're afraid of. That because mm-hmm. of the internet assets, assets, you're no longer alone. You know that's the that's uh-huh. the great, the greatest, the greatest thing that happened to me was to find out I was not alone. That yeah. I had other people experiencing, and I could actually talk to them. And this is the greatest thing that happened to me. Of course, they tried to step up their activity, but I don't care because they've been messing with me for seven to ten years. I mean, so what? But now to know that I'm not alone, that is the greatest thing in the world, and that's why I spend an hour to two hours every day looking at the TI videos, because people have got to know the people are watching, the people are paying attention. And it's yes, it eventually that we will get out there, and I think what you're doing is a great service, and they're terrified by you, because they know that the Internet, that YouTube can reach people. It reached me, and I'm 65. Okay, it got mm-hmm. to me. That's how I found you guys. That's how I found out all the information. That's how I found out how to deal with this stuff. And that's how I found out that I wasn't losing my mind or something. I didn't have a brain tumor, all this stuff that's been going on. So it is important. And I just want to stress that again. It is very important. And I'm just trying to sit up here and think of something I can do equally important on some level to um, let people know um, to wake up, you know, because like you said, going back to when when it was the State Department and the Cuban and the employees, they got on it. And it's going to be more to it. And I'm sure they retaliated, you know, or they're thinking of ways of retaliation. But that proves what we're saying, that this mm-hmm. this, 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 this um, gang stalking, it is, it, is, it is worldwide. So there's gang stalking. Mm-hmm. They're using it against each other. But now when the state versus state, they get upset. But American, ordinary American citizens, they don't care. You know, they don't, they won't listen to us now. So you got a valid point. When are they going to start listening to us? They listen to 21 people when there's possibly 10,000 people out there with the same symptoms and somewhere that we need to make them aware of it so they can start listening to us and investigating them because we're paying for these crazy people to follow us around and give us yeah. help. Like, and we're, yeah. we're taxpayers we're, we're paying for it. Yeah, well, you know, guys, we should be really start working on. Uh, mm-hmm. And let me stop talking. Going yeah. back, so when you go to YouTube, you guys see these mm-hmm. videos, you see these articles. Mm-hmm. Start posting in the comments something positive. Okay. You know, like go to this website, check it out, or view mm-hmm. this video. You know, or mm-hmm. reference to Ted Henderson's okay. affidavit. These are mm-hmm. all activisms that we can all do as we read throughout mm-hmm. the day. Currently, okay. what I'm doing right now is 
I'm uh, mm-hmm. making comments on all the different YouTube sites mm-hmm. that have, uh, you know, that are about gang stalking. I'm just mm-hmm. copying them and posting them on each one so that they'll show up. But uh, any way that we can get this out is a positive way. Another thing is working on the cards. Also, if somebody wants to, uh, we need somebody that will go through documents and read them, making a YouTube video out of them or just audio, because a lot of people will just listen to it instead of playing something you know, or watching something. They'll listen to something while we work. So that's another way for us to move into the modern age of getting the word out. So if anybody wants to take that on, um also we're going to work on building a commercial and uh if you guys can come up with ideas for a short uh you know two minute commercial or so uh let us know write down your idea you know what you think the skit should be what the characters should be and so we can start working on that hello well we got exposure soon I really hope what is that? Um, any news about exposure? Any new exposure? You already asked that twice today, Kevin. I mean, that's what we're talking about is doing activism. Um... <laughs> I, I heard the Paradise Papers came out, apparently. And people were making a big uh, uproar about the Paradise Papers. What are the Paradise Papers? I'm ignorant. Please. Yeah, I, I don't know what those are either. What 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 is that, Kevin? It's, it's um... There are a couple documents that exposed, uh... That exposed a lot of the, uh... A lot of the crimes that are going on behind the scenes in the government. Paradise Papers. Who put them out? I was I talking to Karen Stewart just today, and she made a big deal about the Paradise Papers, saying okay. that it's us fighting back. So I need to put that on one of my videos. Can you get it on the internet? Can you just go to Paradise Papers? Where? How can you? Uh, how can we go to see them? Kyle, you can go to Wikipedia and it has the Paradise Papers. It, it says the Paradise Papers is a set of 13.4 million confidential electronic documents relating oh, wow. to offshore investments. Okay. This is interesting. It, it, I think what it does is, is add up to a whole lot of um, whole lot of politicians who are in some serious trouble with offshore Good. holding their money. Yeah. Kind of kind of oh. following money. Oh, follow the money. Uh, the money. Oh, okay, I remember hearing about that. Okay. Yeah. About the yeah yeah it, it started offshore in investment. It's regarding mm-hmm. offshore investments. I assume to avoid tax mm-hmm. taxes, which um, would happen if you, you know, had your money offshore. Um, oh. So something's up. Interesting. 
It just seems like there's so much information about corruption coming out. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's like where, where, who, who's going to tackle what, when? Right. You know? Where does it so end? More. Yeah. Yeah. They contain yeah. names of more than 120,000 people and companies. Hmm. <laughs> among hmm. among those whose financial affairs are mentioned on the our Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Well, apparently it's throughout the entire world. The President of Colombia, Juan Manuel Santos, and the U.S. Secretary of Commerce, Wilbur Ross. Um, and he's already been confronted with this, and he's saying, what's the problem? You know, so we'll see. Um, anyway, um, apparently draining the swamp didn't work very well. No. Um yeah, what did uh you know, I, I saw a videotape of Trump. He was with this whole you know, all these people in the Oval Office or whatever. Um or and he and he said like something like somebody goes, What what are we looking at here? And he goes, You're looking at the calm before the storm. I, did y'all hear that? Yeah. And nobody yeah. knows what he was talking about. It's like really? Regarding really? what storm? Which storm are you talking about, mister? Yeah. Um, but let me let me finish this. The amount of money involved in these in these investments offshore is ten trillion dollars. Half of our national debt. That's a lot of money. Anyway, we don't know what he meant by that. But do you ever know what he, what he means? Oh <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Only he knows. Well, I don't <laughs> think he knows. Do you really think he knows? No, I think he's just know. talking. Yeah, <laughs> between. Too. I do too. So I'm just letting you guys know about it. Um, I do. Like, two of my TI friends made a big deal about it. So I was wondering if it had anything related to gang stalking or not. I don't know um, why it would. Anyways, uh, have you guys, is there any other major big news uh, concerning exposure? Exposure well, of perps? Yeah. Exposure well, let, of let perps. me ask you this, Kevin. If it was up to you, what would you do to expose this? How would you go about a grassroots campaign to expose this? Uh, probably make a central uh, centralized network of uh, of uh, TI YouTubers and live streamers and stuff and with objectives every single week to reach out to more and more people like uh, newscasters and stuff like that. So in, Not a bad in idea. What, yeah. And so uh, what what have you done to go forward in the in stopping this? I, I haven't done anything. I'm sorry. I've been busy with school. Well, you're on these calls. I mean, that's that's something. Yeah, that's something. Well, what about the flyers that I sent you? Did you hand out those? Yeah, yeah, of course I did. Well, did it's you make right. some more copies? or? I, I did send out flyers. I'm sending out a lot. I'm sending out... I'm sending out flyers... Um, I'm not really getting much of a response back, but I'm sending them out. Oh, 
No, there's not. Well, that's good. That's see that that's what we all got to do. We all got to work in whatever way we can, whether small or big, to work on uh, getting it the word out. Is that Sue? Are you there, Sue, in Florida? I think that might be her. She might be busy, guys, doing. Uh, some things, but yeah, everybody that gets involved is, you know, it, that's one step closer to the solution. Honestly, so, you know, you guys share your ideas. Like, keep this, this might not go anywhere, uh, and then I'll be stuck in this position where I am. Well, you're never stuck. I mean, we're all working towards it, but the main thing is that we keep going to. Uh, Get the word out. Just like right, right, right now, I've probably posted on at least 30 different YouTube channels. Hello, Sumaya. Hey, Terry, can I read something real quick? Sure. Um, I was looking at those documents that you have on your website, and the one that is, um, it's from the the Naval Medical Research Institute. It was put out in um, 1971 about biological effects of radio frequencies and microwave uh, non-ionizing radiation. Um, and you know how I'm always talking about. Like, they're always activating my vagus nerve. Like, they're hitting me, like, all throughout my vagus nerve, pressure and pain and tingling to it. And the person in the chat room just said, stop talking about your vagus nerve all the time if you want to be taken seriously or whatever. But you read this on, on D, the autonomic nervous system effects. Number three, structural alterations in the synapses of the vagus nerve. Now, that's a direct... I mean, it's a direct biological effect of uh, of microwave non-ionizing radiation. Uh, the vagus nerve is the most important nerve in your body. It connects mm-hmm. everything down your spine. I don't know what that mm-hmm. guest eight is guest nine is talking about, but the vagus nerve is huge. It's the major, mm-hmm. it's the most important nerve in your body. I was, I mean, I you know, I was reading these these effects that they knew about in 1971 and it's yeah. just mind-blowing i mean the central nervous system effects psychological effects autonomic nervous system effects uh effects on our blood you know i mean this is they i mean they knew about all this the navy was you know researching all these effects on human beings in 1971 yeah. i mean i mean it's incredible yeah. how far yeah. back they've been Dude. testing this stuff on human beings and they, you know, there was an air, the Air Force report that I looked at, um, you know, seeing all these effects on, on animals and stuff like that. And they stay away from talking about uh, experimentation on human beings. But then they say, you know, then they have all these results for the effects that it has on human beings. So where do they get those results? You know? I mean, it's like yeah. read between the lines on on some of this yeah. evidence. And they probably had that before they actually put it in writing for the mm-hmm. public. They probably had yeah. that 10 or 20 years beforehand. 
where they printed it. Yeah, and I mean, how are now, you doing, Samaya? Uh, I'm doing better. I wanted to, I wanted to say thank you to everybody who shared their love and concern this weekend, over the weekend. Uh, it was really, I mean, there was just an outpouring of calls and emails and text messages. Just uh, really good people, you know, showing their showing their face and. Uh, just, you know, trying to give back a little. I really appreciate that. I was worried about you, Sue, because you're tough. So I know that I know that if you're feeling like that, then your attackers are just going so overboard. Oh, it, it's been doing. massive since last Tuesday night. Massive. Mm-hmm. And uh, not really, I'm not sure what the the trigger is or if it was just a planned, you know, like, yeah, she's handling things too well. Now we've got to take it up a few more notches and see. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. um, isn't isn't um isn't Julia getting hit a lot harder too? I maybe... you know she she doesn't express it. I think she's had some skin issues. Um, but it doesn't sound like she's getting beat up as hard as she used mm-hmm. to. I was thinking and, it may have had something to do with the uh, with the prayer calls. calls. So many prayer yeah. calls. Yeah. Well, know. her technical problems have increased. Um, they keep dropping her calls and stuff like that over and over. Well, Talk you know, internet. There's one thing that I found very interesting about the beginning of my targeting. They work very, very hard to cut me off from church and God. Extremely mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, you know, I I can see that, you know, except that as far as the other people on those calls, I think I'm most heavily targeted. Because, like, last night I was on, and um, one lady, she she calls herself a TI, but she says, well, Julia says a piece of foil can help. And I was thinking, well, maybe 12 years ago I would have used a piece of foil. (laughs) But now I need mountains, and like right now I got like two inches of magnets against my chin. Um, I, I, foil doesn't do it for me. I, I'm, you know, they will if I don't block the stuff, I will get really, you know, really badly hit. So I don't think there are TIs on her call that are that, you know, long term or that deeply targeted yet. And I don't know. I mean, I can't say. I don't, there's only three or four people a night sometimes. Um, but you know what I wanted to share, and this is kind of the downside of it. I First of all, I appreciate everyone listening and allowing me to be human and show my weakness um, because I'm usually trying to stay tough on the outside. But um, but the thing is that there were a couple people who said, well, you're getting targeted so heavily because you're not aggressive enough, huh? Or you're not putting the blood of Jesus on yourself enough. Or you're not um, breathing or meditating enough. Or you're not, um, I don't know, I mean, you're not, (laughs) the things that I've done for years and years and years and taught others. Maybe you're not shielding enough. No, I'm doing all of that. You know, I breathe, I meditate, I pray, I read the Bible. I um I do 
you know, all kinds of scientific research and get on the calls and run calls. And there isn't any reason for them to assault people this heavily. There is no reason, absolutely no reason. If I was quiet or if I was talking, if I was on the calls, if I was off the calls, if I was writing letters, if I was walking down the street, if I was driving to the store, none of those reasons are reasons to assault and torture somebody. There isn't any reason. And the mind control aspect of it is a bunch of crap, in my opinion, because after 15 years plus, you would think they would have me mind controlled. But all they do is get me more grounded, more... Uh, I get more science, more um, faith, more connections, more friends, more everything that they try to push away, I got more of, you know. So that's not working. What they end up doing is just torturing you until you can't move. And there's a few other people in the community who they've done that to. I'm thinking Huggy Bear, Chris, you know, Um, Christina, Drew, who's in California, she's, you know, she's still in the hospital last I talked to her. She hadn't had any reason to be tortured that hard. There's no reason. This is absolutely out of the ordinary, um, you know, brutality, just plain old brutality with, you know, if there's any science, it's not that important to them. So... That's what I wanted to say about all of that. And thanks to everybody who was listening. Thanks to everybody who showed their concern. I really appreciate it. And I hope I can be free, be there for you also. You're one of the strongest people on here, on these calls. You're very strong. Anybody who says you're not doing enough doesn't know yes. you. They just don't even know you. You are very important. The fact that you are still talking, the fact that you are still fighting after 15 years, that's what they're afraid of, that you're strong. They're trying to figure Mm -hmm. out what they can do to break you, and they can't break you, and that's what's important. And don't listen to the people who are saying that. That, You know, I've been tired that they escalated. I meditate like you. I pray. I do all of that. And I keep Mm -hmm. on doing it, no matter how much they step it up. Because the more they step it up, that tells me the more they're afraid. And one research piece I read that some people, it's done by random selection sometimes because it's approximately Mm -hmm. 75 million people all over the world being targeted. But the top 1%. That's 1% which they really target, and those are people who are free, what they call free thinkers, outside the box. They want to know mm-hmm. what makes these people tick, how mm-hmm. they can keep on going like they were ever really bunny. No matter what they do to them, they will not mm-hmm. stop. So they are threatened yeah. by your resistance. They are threatened by all of us who are being targeted. The fact that we can still Thank talk you. each other, they Thank are threatened. We are winning. You know, yes. the, the fact that they step it up and they want to seem like, you know, they can do more because they know that mm-hmm. they cannot beat us psychologically. And people uh-huh. like you who are very spiritual, they are really threatened by the spiritual. 
because yeah. they deal or people who have strong ethics or determination like Kevin and Terry and all of you, they're threatened by you because you're the type of people that inspire other folks to keep on going, to keep yes, on going no right. matter what. Thank you. Thank you for that. Who's who's speaking right now? I don't recognize oh, um, this is This is I knew. I'm Renee from the Triangle area in um, North Carolina. Oh, and, my goodness. Uh, Wait a minute. Irene May, you say your name is? Renee. Irene? Uh, uh, Renee. Renee. R-E-N-E-E. Renee. Oh, Renee. Like oh, I live in the Triangle. I live in the Triangle. Yeah. For about 18 years. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And this is a heavy research area, too. And I, I realized that, yeah, this is uh, this heavy game soccer area. And because of the research uh, going on here in the triangle area. And, um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm oh, well aware. Yeah, I'm finding out more people from North Carolina. I already uh-huh. left there uh, nine uh-huh. years ago, but um, it, that's where it started for me, or that's where it became obvious for me uh-huh. was in uh-huh. outside of Raleigh. Uh-huh. Mhm. And yes, there's Glaxosmith Klein, a lot of big pharmaceutical companies there. Uh-huh. A lot of tech companies there. Uh-huh. The re- the research triangle park. I you uh-huh. know, I never even thought about how many uh-huh. of those companies might be involved. A lot of them. Uh, are. Yeah. yeah. Big money. They're spending hundreds of thousands. If they targeted you for 15 years, they spent a million plus. Because the people they have to pay, the technology that <laughs> technology that they have to use to keep after you, you're very important. Because mm-hmm. they spent a lot of money on you. Yeah, I know they did, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just so. Thank you, but uh, you're very encouraging. You're a very strong woman yourself. I can tell by your mm-hmm. voice and by your intentions. Very clear. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I don't want anybody else to go through what we are going through. Yeah. I want to know, you know, how do we stop the targeting of new individuals? Because this, this crap is spreading, you know, and it needs to be stopped. Yeah. This well, the word is getting out. People like Terry, a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. Kyle's YouTubes. Um, mm-hmm. The word is out there, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how it's going to stop. I don't know, but we are uh-huh. getting the information out to people, uh-huh. and that's the important thing. And when new folks find us, you know, we can walk them through the stages and, you know, get them some shielding, things like that. But still, it's continuing, and it's out of control. It's just uh-huh. so out of control. I mean, I always I always use the analogy of a virus that is uh-huh. um, eating up its host, Right. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon the virus runs out of uh, host material, looks for another host, right? That's but true. it can also become an autoimmune disease, which means mm-hmm. that it starts eating up itself, which is where yes. I think it's going to go. I might be wrong yes. about that, but but this virus called, you know, technocracy is going to finally take itself down. And mm-hmm. the house of cards, I mean, you can see it in the news where, some of these people are being called to trial for their sexual abuse, for their verbal abuse, for their gun abuse, you know, it's coming out. The the big secrets that they were holding on to for 
decades and decades coming out. So it's a matter of time. I just don't know how long. Well, we're working on that. But you know, a good sign that we're doing the right thing, guys, is that they stepped up the target. And I hate to say that, but it's exactly. very true. Yes. That I, just the process mm-hmm. that, like me, they keep trying to switch up what they do, change what they do. They work very hard to discredit me. And I promise you guys, if you guys get it to where you can go out and you keep working on this, and those of you who mm-hmm. have, you've seen this, I've had neighbors come and admit, me, admit to me that they were trying to be recruited to harass me. I've had mm-hmm. three pastors come by in the last few weeks who thought I was nuts, two of which said they know this is all real and they call it my ministry and they said they're praying for my ministry. One who actually wound up having a friend that they've known for 20 years that was a victim and said, hey, would you go help him out and start talking to him and working with him and introduce him to the community? So there's some great things that can happen from what we're doing. Yes. Did you say the targeting has increased for other people that you know? Well, over a period of time, from being on the calls and talking with different people, I've noticed that uh, as towards the as the end of the year goes, a lot of people are talking about their targeting increase. And for mine, I noticed that they've tried to switch it up quite a bit lately. Like when I'm in church on Sunday, they really try to hit me hard to make me look bad, you know, to mm-hmm. act like I'm not a right person. And uh, I noticed different people's talking about their targeting going up and down. But, you know, like, all my stalkers are gone from passing out flyers, so basically all they got left is the dudes that try to discredit me and make me look funny. But, you know, in the meantime, guys, I've reached so many people that people like, if the cops go sit by the church, the people at the church call me outside and say, hey, uh, they're outside trying to intimidate you again. And that's the way they look at it. You know, and I'll go around people and they'll mention that certain only certain things happen when I'm around. And I'll share something else. I was talking to Linda and some others about this because I'm very curious. But four people that have been standing by me now have said their ears were ringing when they get close to me. Uh The pastor's son told me the other day, he goes, when he was riding in a car with me, he goes, my ears are ringing like crazy. Uh He goes, it's only when I'm with you. Don't forget your friends will be targeted too in different ways. Well, they'll target everybody because this program, they're going to advance it more and more. I'm convinced that this is Mm an experimental stage, and the goal is Mm -hmm. is to be able to control and and, uh, mass population, you know, like the woodpecker Mm -hmm. frequency that uh, Russia tried. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important for us to get out there and do everything that we can to get on these calls talk about activism, keep going forward, get more and more people. Um, in the last week, I sent out uh, six uh, different packages, people who request for flyers. I now have people in Australia and Brazil that said they were joining in on uh, handing out flyer campaign. And there's one other country, but I cannot remember it. Um, oh. It's an English-speaking country, but it's not England or Britain or anything. I'll remember South maybe Africa, in a little bit. Canada. Oh, yeah. Well, Canada has sent me emails. They haven't said they got in on it, but they said they, they're aware of what's going on. But it's really it's really great to hear. Oh, Italy. That's what it was. Some place in Italy where they're speaking English. 
So and so, if anybody can convert flyers to Spanish, that would be a great idea for us to put yeah. on them. Any, actually, any language, if somebody can convert the latest flyer that I posted, if somebody wants That's to take time idea. to do that, we can start posting those on the website too. That's a good idea. I wonder if you can use a Google Translate or something to, to run a flyer through and see if it'll do it for you. Well, I tried that, but here I took it to one of my friends that speaks fluent Spanish. He doesn't have the time to translate a flyer for me. The translators they don't work. They 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 work according to looking up a word like in a dictionary. They give you oftentimes the wrong definition, the wrong word for what you're looking for. Translators are are no good. I'll tell you because I use them all the time, and I direct wow. people who try to translate things in archives and all. They don't work properly. No. Like oh, wow. for his flyer, he needs a real, honest to goodness person sitting there a Latin-born person or Latin-speaking person, teacher or somebody Mexican or something to... Oh, to maybe Jesus. Jesus Pardon? in Texas. He speaks Spanish. You know, yeah. Jesus, yeah, he, he, yeah, he could do it. He's the type of person. Yeah. I write Spanish and I read Spanish and all that stuff, but I would never do one of his flyers even. I think you need a native like Jesus. Yeah, I think so. He should we did have one in French. French, Spanish, and then you got pretty much most of the North American, South American continent. No, well, you'd have to get Portuguese, but that's, that's hard. I'd rather get German before Portuguese because the Scandinavians, I think, can deal with German. And that's two countries up there. Finland is a different, you know, Ugric, that's a different base. But um, Portuguese well, is only one country. For well, Brazil every language that we can get yeah. will count. Huh? I said every what? language that we can get a flyer converted to, whether we think it's going to be big or not, will be very beneficial in my belief. Because, like, Portuguese, that's part of Brazil, right? And that whole area right. yeah. down there. And right. yeah. So it's very You just have to find the people to do out. it. Well, start with French and Spanish, and then you'll get most of North America covered, including the Central America. And South America. And parts of South America. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea. Because there's a lot of French-speaking people in Canada, too. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. Ottawa and Montreal and up further. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> a lot of French speakers up there. So, yeah, so uh, that would be great if we can find people to do this. That, that would be greatly appreciated. What you need to do is find some targets that live in those countries and speak those languages and write those languages. That would be the best thing. Yeah. They would know the language uh, terms best. I'm trying to think if we know anybody who speaks French from Canada, but I don't know. I only know two people from Canada on the call, and neither one is French. I'm sure they must have targeted people in Quebec, especially a big city like Montreal. Oh, oh yeah, they've got they targets do. up there. Yeah, they got a oh, lot yeah, of they... targets up there, but just not on our calls. Yeah, yeah. They probably have their own French calls. They have their own calls. <laughs> <laughs> some way we can re- reach they got their out own to French. them. <laughs> <laughs> some way wow, we can reach out. Or if they have flyers, if they already have flyers. Uh huh. Yeah. Hmm. 
Well, maybe, uh, Cherry, are you a Facebook person or Twitter or something? Because maybe they you can find somebody. Oh. On Twitter, I can oh. do. But Facebook, I've tried several times, and they just keep ticking me off. Oh, they do right. not want me on there. They actually just closed out, a, disabled another account just in the last couple of days. Oh, did they right. say why? No, why? they don't say why. They don't answer my emails. They don't answer my requests to get back into my accounts or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard the CIA runs Facebook. <laughs> so. Well, you know, one of the whistleblowers that used to be a corporate in Facebook came out, and he says they're part of the police state. They're part of this whole targeting problem, yeah. which is interesting Indeed. because there's thousands of people on there doing it and many, many CI groups. What What is it that I'm doing so different that alarms them? Not, not much different. I don't know why they're not letting you and they let the others. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it it doesn't make sense. But, uh, yeah, I guess the end of the year is always harder because the holidays are coming. They don't want us to enjoy, you know. But I and don't they make get bonuses. It's a lot harder this month. Yeah. And, yeah, and they the get fir- bonuses. It's the first time. Yeah. yeah, and it's the first time that they've threatened to kill my dog through uh, the oh, inner voice. No. Yeah, that, I, I think it's because of the uh, the video marathon, but they're they're doing... It seems like they're getting desperate, you know, because they're not scaring me. They're not scaring me anymore. I'm kind of just, you know, I, I ignore as much as I can except for the physical stuff. Um, right. right. They've been brutal this month. And then the video marathon, they started just saying, discredit yourself or we're going to kill you. Stop doing the videos or we're going to kill your dog. And I was like. I was like, I know there, because then, then there would be this, like, woman on the Audible V2K, not the synthetic telepathy, that's like, he's joking, we're not going to kill your dog. And then and then on the synthetic telepathy, it'd be like, we're not going to kill your dog. Uh, so it's like, it's really weird. It's really bizarre. I want to um, see how you react to it. Probably so. I was thinking it's just kind of part of the hyper game theory. Uh, but I was out for, for a little while, for a couple of hours, I was sitting there going, maybe I shouldn't do this. I not even take the chance of them. Um, but then I made two videos today. So, you know, she, she doesn't, they don't seem to be hurting her. Can't talk though. And she's a dog. Yeah. Well, my thought is, uh, if they're going to do something, they're going to do it. And sometimes they don't give you a warning. So, for instance, last time I sent out, I told the story before, uh, I had a list of media contacts, like 75 of them. I sent out uh, a newsletter from, you know, Gizit's website. And uh didn't think anything of it, no warnings. Bam, my father ends up practically dying in the hospital. Bam, he's in a coma for 12 days, Right. So I have to go out there, pay my respects just in case he has to go because he was, you know, they didn't know if he was going to come back out, honestly. Nobody knew if he was going to come back out again. He, he, they stopped his heart and his breathing. One shot, you know. And so um, 
but he did come, he did return, and he's still alive, but he always has health problems. But I haven't done newsletters since then because, I mean, you know, it's the, yeah. the risk is too great. But they didn't warn me about that. They didn't say, you better not send those emails or we're going to threaten your father. No no warning, nothing. Yeah, I think if um, they're going to do something, they just do it. The, I think the, the threats are part of the... Um, you know, part of the psychological psyops. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. you you hear about um, what's his name Tyrone do, and they threatened him on B2K a lot, like they were gonna kill his grandma if he didn't do this or he did do this, and he did everything they said, you know, and they didn't they didn't mess with her. But I, I think you're right. I think if they're just gonna do something, they just do it, and then yeah. if they're yeah. threatening, then it's part of the psyop. You know, but uh-huh. I, you know, it's it's like you were saying. You know, there's just no reason to do any of this, and I think I think they're so unaccountable that they're out of control. You know, nobody's really yeah. monitoring them uh, good exactly. enough to, to know what they're doing. So it's like it's it's hard to just trust that. Oh well, they're they're not gonna they're bluffing, you know, because these people are so. Um, you know, what won't they do? You know exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm picturing. But yeah, they're just out of control, and the brutality of it, the the greed for hunger, you know, hunger for power, uh, is just out of control. You can never satisfy that much greed and power, you know, for for money and power and control. It's just it keeps going and going mm-hmm. until it hits a wall. And uh, I have to trust that history has shown me that empires rise and fall. And usually when they rise, it's, you know, bigger and bigger government, less and less power to the people. That's just the pattern. And then it gets too top-heavy and it collapses. So the paradigm shift for empires is it gets too top-heavy, they get too greedy, and it collapses in on itself. Um, And I think that's where we're headed with it now. As you said earlier about the virus, it eventually will start eating itself. Right. Because they're out of yeah. control. And because the more they do it, the, the sense of power that they get from them. And also the mm-hmm. fact that they're getting paid bonuses, but the sense of power. And let's be honest, some of these people who are perpetrators, they got some serious psychological issues. You couldn't pay me to be a perpetrator because mm-hmm. it's my moral ethic. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do those things. There's a lot of people out there, so they've got some serious issues. Um, it's not just yeah. the money, um, but there's some other things going on with them, and they're right. feeding yeah, their and, own. Yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think it's just psychological with these people. I think their mm-hmm. physical brain, their brain is physically mm-hmm. different. Like mm-hmm. it only, like it, like the, it only, uh, like there's only brain activity in the back. Like a normal mm-hmm. person, when they're when they have stimuli, when they see mm-hmm. like a mother on a video, their whole brain lights up, your emotions mm-hmm. and everything. I think these people, their their brain structure is different, so they think with just the reptilian brain, just the, mm-hmm. it's not even like a thing where it's like mm-hmm. they're they you have this weird psychological disorder. It's like they 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 don't have emotions, like they're so sociopathological. Uh, the brain mm-hmm. actually works different. Like different parts mm-hmm. light up, 
in 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 response to different stimulus and then they take that you make them anonymous and you give them a weapon to hit somebody on mm-hmm. a screen and wow where you go you know where you go with complete chaos because I, I i have well i mean it sounds like i know that the v2k is a is a big act but you know some of the people on there are like i'm not going to kill this guy like the wom- the woman's voice and the guy's like who cares nobody cares about this it seems like there's infighting amongst even the people mm-hmm. doing it because some of them are so freaking crazy and then some of them kind of signed on and they thought they'd be maybe hurting evil people. I, I don't know. I mean, because the V2K, everything is suspect from that. But it just seems like even in these groups where they're hitting us with this stuff, there's infighting. There's some people who have gone way, way off the, the bin and then some people who maybe signed up for a job and they're watching this so... Like you uh-huh. said, I mean, it, it feeds on itself. I mean, uh-huh. this is so chaotic and weird that you're going to uh-huh. have, like, infighting even amongst these groups that are doing it. Uh-huh. You know, how far yeah. will yeah. each of them go? Right. You know? The infighting is basically, you know, that's what's going to take them down. I mean, if you watch any mafia movie based on history, I don't mean just invented mafia movies, but organized crime does not like to stay stagnant with their low-level targets, they always want to go up. They always mm-hmm. want more and more and more and more, and it's never enough. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm counting on, you know, forensic psychology take its course, and <laughs> we'll just watch the pieces fall where they may. And also you brought up an interesting point about the brain. You know, okay, let's say they've already studied the brain for 50 years, So they know what parts of the brains to damage. Like Uh a lot of these people who are in their 30s, 40s, contractors, they could have been brain damaged as a young person in order Uh to prep them for this kind of a job later. In other words, they were targeted as young people with trauma and brain damage in order to fit a profile that they wanted for them when they left the Army or whatever jobs, you know. Yeah, and even, like, not even just brain damaging people, but, like, having certain conditioning and training in the military uh-huh. before uh-huh. they go off to war to maybe deaden some of those areas that somebody would need to feel emotion or not be yeah. a sociopath. They may be conditioning sure. people sure. with this oh, intense yeah. training to kill, and it may yeah, actually yeah. be altering, you know, brain waves, brain activity. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, you know, the, and, and, and that I just remembered, you know, you line up for enlistment, you get like 32 vaccines. So who knows which vaccines are going to which parts? You know, I didn't think and about that. That's a good point. Sure. You guys, here's something to think about. You guys, maybe we should start thinking about in terms of our activism about when we talk to each other on the phone and stuff to use psychological warfare back on them like what we're saying, you know, yeah. because words can be very powerful, even implanted, mm-hmm. even for the people that listen to your phone calls and stuff. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. keep reminding them when you talk to somebody, say, hey, you know, these people ruin their future for their families, they ruin it for their families and mm-hmm. stuff. And all that will get embedded if TIs keep saying all that. I mean, that's yeah. a proven fact. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm very Because eventually, eventually somebody in their family is going to be targeted if they haven't already well, because it is random selection. Mm-hmm. And it's so what goes around comes around. 
And that's okay. something I put out when they're listening to me. I talk about the laws of causality. You, when you make the cause, there will be an effect and how it will come back to you. And it may not come back to you directly. It may come back to your sister, your brother, or your, your mother, your father, or your, your, your children. But it will come back to you because you made that cause. It's cause and effect. Whether you believe in spirituality or not, you know, the laws of causality, causality, that's how it works, cause and effect. That's right. Every cause has an effect. So they have to understand that eventually they're going to get the effects of their behavior and they're going to see it in their life. And that's something um, when I turned around with my Landlord went ballistic, and it was a, it was a, it was a setup. I went to pay my rent, and he tried to invite me in and was talking. Then next thing I know, I asked him about doing some repairs to my apartment, and he was telling me that I was paranoid. Well, I've heard this before, so I was standing up there looking at him like he was nuts. I was very calm, and I told him, "Paranoid? What do you mean by paranoid? It's a different perspective." I'm like, "No, no." It was like I changed the rules, the words. I changed the game. And he could, all he could do was start screaming. And I had to step back because the man was 32 years old. I wanted to blow a gasket. But he was running around and, like, I, you know, it was like that's all he could do was say that. And he lost because I turned around and walked out. And I said, <laughs> oh, well, he's a gang stalker. Not only that, he's a damn fool. You know, <laughs> this guy's nuts. But it told me something about the type of people that they pick, you know, um, where he was so determined. And when he realized he couldn't do anything, he kept screaming. But the more he screamed, the more ridiculous the whole thing became. And I went back to my apartment, and I sat down. I looked at me a movie. You know, I said, this guy is nuts, and I'm going to put it on the back burner, and I'm going to make sure that I call in to the uh, TI community. And listen, this is more determined. I said, because these people, they're out of control. They think they can say anything, scream at you, verbally abuse you, you know. And I, and I just looked at him, and his wife has Parkinson's. I'm like, this guy's been nuts for a long time. He will yeah. abuse his whole family, you know. Sure. But anyway, it's, it, it, it changed. And um, you can turn it around on. You can turn it around. So when I do talk on the phone, I know they're listening. And I can tell when they picked up on my phone call, I talk about negative behavior and how it affects people, how it comes back uh, in their lives, you know. And uh, quite frankly, they cannot handle what we're handling. What they're dishing out to us, they couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle it. If any of you were tortured for a week like I am, you wouldn't Mm -mm. handle it. Mm -mm. They couldn't handle it. Yeah, they couldn't handle. Oh, Irene, let me ask you really quickly. So, um, do you listen to Shaw Radio in the area in your area? Triangle. Ah, uh, um, no. What is Shaw Radio? Shaw University Radio, eighty-eight point nine FM, Mm-mm. jazz. No, eighty-eight point oh. nine. No, I don't. I listen to jazz. I'm guilty on the internet. But I'll pull that up, oh. 88.9. I listen to Jazz on the internet, and I listen to um, uh, public radio. I listen to Jazz and uh, Jazz okay, you Night. Should check. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. You should check no, I it do out. like Jazz. Yeah. I love Jazz. Okay, well, it's uh, mm-hmm. public radio, 88.9 FM okay. on, from WSHA. It's the Shaw University mm-hmm. station mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Raleigh. So I okay. thought you might want to be listening to that. I used to work okay. on that station. I thought maybe you would I love heard. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll check that out. Okay. That's just Thank a side you. point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean to be from the triangle, even though Patrick, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Patrick comes on the call. He's in Greensboro. Mm-hmm. Um, say who else is in North Carolina? I can think of. Well, Huggy Bear. Mm-hmm. She's goes by Huggy Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who else right now. Mm-hmm. But you'll meet him. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah, because, you know, uh, yeah. There's more and more coming about EMF too, guys. The Edison Company sent out uh, flyers to their customers about EMF. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but people are saying to stay away from your route, Wi-Fi routers, to stay mm-hmm. 400, 400 yards away from towers, 150 mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm yards away from different electrical devices. They're even talking about dimmer switches that broadcast frequencies, light bulbs. Um, There's a lot of stuff coming out. We need to all work on this because one way we can get get to the public when we're bringing awareness is to cite some of these other companies trying to bring things out and the Uh fact that EMF is so bad and it's uninsured. Yes, and people are developing EMF. I have a friend who has EMF sensitivity and she's being treated for I thought she was tired she just has some sensitivity because I believe that she's near a tower and she's close to a mall and over the years she developed it you know um, being exposed she lives in a condo you know so it, 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 that does work in our favor yeah, yeah. well you know yeah. It's, it's very interesting that so much is coming out about this and something else I want to mention to you guys, if you guys are going to talk about ringing in your ears, talk about ringer knocking, that's what government documents say, or say it's synthetic tendinitis, if you're going to use the word tendinitis, because that means it's mm-hmm. man-made. And VTK is not the proper technology term anymore. It was way back in the day. But microwave auditory effect when you're talking to people, because they can look that up. That's what the government calls it. Yeah what the documents mm-hmm. call it. Okay, so microwave auditory effect, M-A-E, does it go by that? M-A-E? It's not broke down, but we, oh. we could we could start breaking it down in what we do mm-hmm. to get it out to yeah. people. Well, it's easy to say synthetic telepathy. That's a, that's mm-hmm. a term people can say. It is. That's mm-hmm. still valid. Mm-hmm. And you can look at synthetic telepathy. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. yeah. But the minute I hear the ringing in my ears, I know to turn on my different programs. The only reason I have one on now when I sit sometimes with the phone next to me is because I'm talking to you guys because I would have it on my one of my disruptor programs. But to me, that's the signal that they started with their microwaving and the directed energy. When I hear the ringing, I know automatically. And if I wake up at 3 in the morning and it's ringing, they woke me up, I turn the programs on. Yeah, and then just goes away. But I, I hope to take all, heed. Mm-hmm. I hope all of you guys, while you're while you're resting, even if you're listening to Dave K C D, put mm-hmm. commercial earplugs in. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go another step, get yourself a set of head, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the heads for eliminating sound. I, my brain's kind of fried, but. If you get those, you wear both of those at night. The easiest mm-hmm. way to get to your inner cortex and stuff is through your ears. So blocking okay. that will help out a lot, guys. Okay. 
Earplug. Commercial earplug. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. And uh, thank, thank you, you Terry. Um, I'll be on probably who's got... Oh, Linda, are you doing a late night tonight? Is she still there? Yes, I am. And I also want to say, Sue Maya, I'm sorry I didn't get to that call the other night. I I oh. really just was dead asleep. <laughs> you know, I just got no, knocked no out. Problem. No, okay, no, no problem. No, that's not a problem. Okay. Um, what yeah, time? I am. You're going to do a late what? night call? Yeah. What? yeah. Okay. Excellent. I just want to say I've done one thing, and I'm breathing real hard, deeply, so that I don't break down. I did mm-hmm. something I had to do this, you know, Friday, and um, it mm-hmm. was a good thing because it, it relieved my dog of her pain. You know, I had her put down, oh. and it was um, the only thing I could do for her. And the fact that she relaxed so mm-hmm. totally when I did it made me know that I had done absolutely the right thing. This little gal mm-hmm. was so full of tension and in so much pain. And um anyway, so that's what I did that worked that that was the good thing I did this week. Good girl. Yeah. Um you're I mean, you've taken on so much stuff and uh it's it's just a horrendous thing that you have to go through with that. That was um, bless her heart. She had it had to happen. It just had to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and the, the the first vet just said, "No, she looks fine to me." My God, she couldn't get off the floor. I don't know what that was about, but it would have been better to do it right then. But maybe the fact that it was another couple of weeks and um, that I had time to watch her fall and you know, be in total pain was good because I knew she had to. It had to be done, you know. So thanks, you guys. For I was curious. Did you have her buried or cremated, or where did she go? They're gonna they're gonna call me when her ashes come back. Uh-huh. I um I had the ashes of of a dog Heinz. I, the reason we called him we named him Heinz was we had no idea what he was. It's like Heinz fifty seven. He was a wonderful rescue, just a wonderful dog. And when I went to pick up his ashes from the from the vet, I could literally feel his frequency. I could feel him. You know, it surprised me. I didn't expect to. So, you know, when things like that happen, when you when you don't expect it, you know that it's real, you know, and I have no doubt his energy was right there. So they come, they stay with us, I think, you know. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you can get her a nice jar or something, keep exactly. her nearby. Yeah. Put her next to Heinz, you know. Exactly. They get to be together. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so, that's yeah. Anyway, thanks for the call, Terry. Uh-huh. Thank you. Oh, is anybody leaving? Thank you. No. I yeah. To... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, I, this is uh, um, North Carolina. I'm leaving. Yeah. I okay. think they dug a, a, a thing under my house, my apartment, and and so um, <laughs> I can hear them going in and out the trap door. So um, that's how desperate they are. It sounds funny, you know, but they, I can actually under, post they, pictures. They're, they're underneath my house too. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know what that's. And Lord, Lord only knows what they're doing down there, making yeah, all that yeah. racket. But they're they're doing something. Yeah, you can pay me to go into somebody's house and see because I can hear the fan going. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> under my house, I can hear them going back and forth. So um, it's, it, it, I'm amused, really. It's beyond. They terrorize me so much that now it's all all of it's quite funny to me. You know, um, I've gone from being scared to uh, finding a humor in it. You know, um, 
But I also realized something is definitely wrong with them to do that. You know, no normal, no within a normal range of sex right. would dig under somebody else's house. That's and right. And I'm glad That's to right. know that they're digging under yours, too. That, that, you know, <laughs> that, Me, too. That's that why I wanted some to you about it. I yeah, haven't heard yeah. anybody else talk about that. I, I feel a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. So this is one of their tactics. Yes, and it's an excavation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I also found the pathogen um, in my uh, woodwork. Um, the guy on um, who wrote the Invisible um, Crime talked about this path in North Carolina. I don't know. Maybe it's the air here. Um, that they, they he took Invisible. a Invisible Crime. It's a it's a book out. It's on Amazon, and um, he talked about he took. It looks like a piece of coiled up cotton or a ringworm, and you'll see it in your floor, your wood book. And, and when he was talking about on Coast to Coast, I noticed I had seen one, so I poured bleach over it. But when I tried to dig it out, it was a long worm. So I finally set fire to it, poured bleach on it, the whole and it goes down under the house. I don't know what they're doing under there. You know, oh, my um, God. Yeah, you know, they're, they're nuts. So I also do energy healing, so I just put a ring of protection around me also, and um, and the gifts, and just and I check my house, you know. So this is just, but the only thing is, it takes this is a twenty-four hour job to stay on top Amen. of it, you know. And I get relief when I talk to all of you, and now I can turn my mind on what I can do because I don't want nobody else to go through what we're going through. It's just, it's not, it's not right. It's not humanistic. No one should have to deal with this. We're part of an experimental program to do what? To control the world, you know. And so all I could think, just justice would be to turn this on the people who are doing it. That would be ultimate justice. Well, I think they'll go after each other and turn it on each other. You know, I don't think they can get away from this. They are not nice people. Yeah. I don't know what makes yeah. people think that they're safe. Amongst the first, what makes them think that they're safe from the guys above them? You know, they're watching what they're doing. Yeah, don't get that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm fixing to sign off. It's um, it's eight o'clock, and I'm fixing to go. I'm going to do some meditation. And it was great talking to you guys, and uh, I'll sign back on. Next Tuesday, but I know I'll probably be on Friday also and, and come on when the broadcast on because it gives me sanity. It yeah. gives me hope, you know. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, and many blessings and much love to all of you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, you too, Renee. God okay. bless you. God, thank you. Thank you. Plus, it's a blessing to all of you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <clears throat> Can you, can you guys tell me what you do for the vibrating? When the when your feet are well, like vibrating? vibrating, like my feet and wherever I'm standing or sitting, and uh, I find that if I go outside and ground for a little bit and come back in, it you know it's a it's less, but it's like oh, I don't know what it's all about, but it's it's like I'll sit down and you know, and other people can't feel it. I don't think. Well, well other people. And one feel, thing that I you should be like doing it. is using an earthing strap. Yeah. Every day, sleep with it on at night, guys. I don't have one yet. I'll, I'll put that on the list. 
Well, and but I can also, get outside the I ground just, too a lot, you know. I, I tend to do the less vibrations too. Like I do the grounding. Um, you know, I do a lot of stuff, but I, I feel when I have heavy metals in my system, I feel like that's what. Oh, I've never done a cleanse. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what do I need to do to get rid of them? Uh, boron clears, cleans heavy metals out. Um, some kind of. Well, like, can I? Just, I got some borax. How can I just do it? Like, how do I do it with that? Epsom salt. I wouldn't. Dr- yeah, I wouldn't drink that. What, what yeah, do you don't, think? Don't that? consume borax. There was somebody telling people to do that. Please don't do that, guys. Yeah. Okay, well, how do, I clean, how do I heavy metal cleanse? Put all that stuff in the bathtub and, and, and let it soak and soak there for about and, an hour. And that'll cleanse my out from the inside of my body? Yeah. Yeah. I will. Well, oh, that's awesome. Well, the Epsom salt will take it. I mean, that's like osmosis. It, it, it extracts... Uh, Toxins from your body. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, it, it does. It gets a lot of them out, but you you probably want to do something. Um, you want to take some supplements, ingest some. Yeah. Like uh, what boron, about the clay? Then, you talk about the clay. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say that the bentonite clay. I just took it out. Bentonite clay. Uh, I need to order some of that. Where do you order yours from? Uh, I just go to my health yeah. food store. I I go um. Just my local health food store. They should like have a GNC. It. Yeah, but you. I mean, you know, I'm you know, sure I'm, you can get it. You know, there's you not get it off of Amazon. Here. Yeah, <laughs> okay. you can probably get it off of Amazon. You sure can. You know. Um, how much? Bentonite take, clay. How much do you take right. of the bentonite clay, um, uh, Kyle? I don't take it that often. I have tons yeah. of other supplements, but when I do, I'll take like a a, a tablespoon. Yeah. And I'll put a tablespoon in something to drink. Uh, with water, it's kind of ugh, kind of <laughs> gross. So you might want to get some kind of tea or orange juice. Um, and just uh-huh. I would do, you know, some people say just a teaspoon, just a teaspoon and a large glass of water every day. Uh, but but that's one thing I know that I'm I'm getting heavy metals out of my system with all my supplements, and then the cleansing baths with Epsom salt. So I don't I don't get a lot of vibrations. They hit me with you know microwaves. They hit me with remote neural manipulation. But when when I notice when I don't do cleansing or I run out of boron and you know I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, then they'll start making my legs vibrate. Uh, when I right, I usually vibrate in the daytime, and then when I lay down at night is when you know when it's a different. And there's even like more than one feeling. I don't know if it's more than one different. Um, Weapon, they definitely seem to be coming from different directions. So, like, there's a different, like, one of them would even dent, like, a almost like a spaghetti, like a piece of spaghetti. If you if you shot it at it, one of those tin foil plates from, uh, you know, you that you cook in. And no, I don't have these up against my skin. If you shot it at one of those really hard, but it didn't go all the way through, but it like it made that little shape. You know, like almost like it was going to protrude through, but it didn't quite. I don't know. Maybe it did break through. I hadn't tried to see it whole water, but there's that, Mm -hmm. and then sometimes it makes like a frying sound on there, like a you know, because I have a toast crackling sound, yeah, crackling. But mostly it sounds like rain, and some of the rain is bigger and harder raindrops, and some of it's little. But I make my cat get in a, a tote that I got wrapped all the way around with you know several layers on the outside. With full, and then on the, you know, of course he's not touching it. It's plastic, and then 
cardboard and then a pillow. Because when he's getting hit really hard, I can, you know, he'll come to me. And I have to make him stay in there because the sound on the full, it, you know, he doesn't like it. But he'll eventually, mm-hmm. like, settle down and, and, and lay down in there and go to sleep. Yeah, they can just, you know, what I found out is they can make it seem like it's coming from a bunch of directions, and they can also just hit you. It's like they're they're utilizing the entire electromagnetic spectrum. It's like sometimes they're going to use radio frequencies, sometimes it's going to be microwaves, and they can, you know, change the frequencies up and off so that they're hitting you with kind of different stuff, hitting you with a bunch of stuff along the electromagnetic spectrum. Yeah, I don't know. You just got to try things. I think the more layers that you use, the better better off you'll be. So I'm like doing right now, I'm going to put some copper mesh along the top of my enclosure. Then I have some layers of aluminum, then layers of thermal blankets. Um, and I want to get some uh, Linkstat or Argon mesh. Um, I hear the Linkstat. I think Linkstat I heard Neil say, here. yeah. I think I heard Dale yeah. say you could order. I can't remember where to order it, but they will get a better price on it. Yeah, he gets Something, it in bulk. Yeah. I've heard Argon Mesh works really good too. I've been I I haven't had enough money to try it, um, in the past couple of months. But that's kind of the next thing. I'm either going to get some Link Fat or Argon Mesh. And I, I feel like when you do like, you know, four layers of different materials that work. Um, then they can't really change things up to get through to get through all of them. Good idea. Good idea. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, I don't know if anybody ever gets a lot of money, but one thing that you could, you guys might try is concrete board, rubber, and then the link stat and silicone for an enclosure. And it costs quite a bit, but I bet it would be extremely effective. Do you mean sheetrock when you say concrete board? Is that sheetrock? No, concrete board, like what they put on the floor uh, to put tile on. And then there's one other thing. If you guys get really rich and you have the money to build a form, <laughs> you could always try a lead box because lead is actually <laughs> what the government used for shielding. Just curious, um, when you guys have done the heavy metal detox, did you? Experience any of the symptoms that look out for Charlie? Suggested it's like your skin peeling. With the cleansing baths, I did. Like I did the cleansing baths and the supplements he was talking about for a month straight, um, and I got a lot of stuff peeled off my skin, and I felt really tired. Like I felt really tired, as if I was getting sick, uh, oh. because. Yeah, because because I was like getting a lot of toxins out of my body, uh, but now I kind of just do I do it intermittently. I do the cleansing baths intermittently, but I take tons of supplements every day. Um, and I know the boron gets heavy metals out. I know the bentonite clay does, and I'm sure there's other stuff too. And your V2K and all the other systems kind of subsided during that time when your skin was feeling too. It went down. It went down by like fifty percent you know, oh, to where okay. it was really noticeable. But then I slacked off because I can't, you know, I was buying huge cartons of Epsom salt. Exactly, um, yeah. And yeah, now I'll do like maybe two Epsom salt baths a week and then, you know, a, a borax with palm olive uh, and soap um, with 
baking soda too. And I just try and do them as much as possible. Um, but I noticed now though, uh, cause what happened when I did it for a month is I started to have earwax. I was putting my finger in my ear and I was, had a bunch of regular earwax. And now I noticed that I don't have earwax. So I'm like, you know, what trying, is that? I don't have earwax either. What is that? Yeah. It's because, uh, that biofilm that's coating us with either toxins they're putting in our environment uh, you got the the nanoparticulates and toxins and chemtrails. It's it's creating this biofilm. Like, look out for Charlie has some new videos where he's put skin without it under a microscope, and he's put skin with this biofilm on it, uh, on on his videos. Um, so it's this layer, and what it does is it it's a layer of biofilm that it's it's like in your ears, so your ears aren't producing earwax. So he he rec yeah he was the one who kind of pointed that out he was like you know if you don't have earwax and you regularly do have earwax that probably means you have a biofilm covering your skin because I mean I I tested it like after a month of the cleansing I was having regular earwax but now because I'm not sticking I I never I I like uh, kind of put put a Q-tip in there and some white gunk comes out. But never any any kind of regular that you know that orange earwax that's that's normal. Um, so this stuff builds up. I mean, we've got to constantly do some kind of regimen to to constantly clean it off because it will just build back up. You know, they'll get it back in the environment. I wonder if the reduction of the earwax has something to do with freeing up the area so they can hit us in that area. You know, with the B2K and the tinnitus. I know I'm not using the scientific name, but um, I wonder if that has something to do with that. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like it, it seems like if you had that biofilm, you know, they would want to get it or it would naturally go to places where they're where they want to hit you with this energy. So right. it seems like maybe maybe the biofilm naturally migrates to like your ears and your belly button and things like that. Because yeah, it's kind of designed to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, this stuff is so complicated. Yep. <laughs> and we're on the other side of it, so it's hard to <laughs> yeah. hard to figure out unless you just you got to experiment, you know, with stuff yeah. and uh, kind of see how your body reacts, what happens, you know. It's it's tough though to figure it out. Um, uh, Kyle, when, emotionally, does does the cleansing have anything to? Because my I'm having a little trouble with emotions lately, and I'm wondering, and I haven't been doing my cleansing baths very religiously at all, <clears throat> and I'm wondering if I'm wondering if they are related somehow. It, I, I think it. Yeah, I definitely do, Linda, because yeah. I think that um, you know they're trying to entrain us so. Uh, you know, they probably have a program, they have a stream of energy kind of hitting your head, going to the nerves in your ears, and it's going to make you feel uh, bad. I mean, one of just the natural effects, and this is without remote neural manipulation. You know, I was reading it in, in that document of biological effects from microwave radiation. One of the effects it's called, um, and this is just, this is with them not trying to mess with your emotions, which they also do. But it's this thing called, let me see what it's called. Um, 
Okay, the uh, uh, neurasthenia is this general bad feeling, and that's a psychological disorder uh, from from microwave non-ionizing radiation. So if you're getting too much of that with their hitting you with, you'll just have natural depression and neurasthenia. But then with the remote neural manipulation, then they're trying to make you depressed. You know, they're they're sending you certain frequencies to feel depressed or anxious or sad all the time. You know, I, I completely like... With, I, I listen to Dave CD and I feel better and stuff like that, but they've been on me for so long that I, I do. I have this general... Uh, you know how you have a sense of well-being, yeah. like when, whenever the stuff. I, I had I have the opposite of that all the yeah. time. Yeah. Like from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, it's like, oh, it's it's not like a it's not like oh today's gonna be bad and it's a, it's some uh, like detailed thoughts about what's happening. It's just this general feeling of non-well-being, of like yeah. just things suck, you know. Um, yeah, you know, so they 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 do that completely with me, and I, I think it's I think it's natural from just being hit with so much uh, non-ionizing radiation, and I think that they they're running these remote neural manipulation things, where they're actually sending a frequency to mess with with our emotions, so that um, we're not happy, you know. Yeah, I, I was reading something on on Facebook today, and and Dwight was suggesting to someone who was feeling panicky, uh, she said she. You know, we had sudden, sudden, uh, got suddenly hit with panic, and what to do? And and Dwight's response was ground. You ground, you will get rid of that energy. And I'm thinking he's right. Grounding will help us get rid of that general malaise, general bad feeling, general fear, general, you know, all that stuff that we seem to get hit with. Um, oh yeah. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah, because I mean. What I think the big thing is is that they're using our skin as a conductor. So whenever they're hitting us with this non-ionizing radiation, it's like hitting a spot on our head or our neck, and then it's migrating through the conductivity of our skin to those nerves in our ears and stuff like that. So you make your skin less conductive, and you're winning most of the battle right there. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's what grounding is doing. You know, all those things that they're hitting you with, it's not building up. It's being grounded out, so you're reducing a lot of that stuff that they're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've been kind of slacking on the grounding. I've been going and sleeping in the chair in the other room, um, and I felt worse this week wow. because of it. Emotionally? Yeah. You mean emotionally oh, yeah. you felt worse? Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's hard to tell sometimes, though, too, because, I mean, situationally, uh, this this really sucks. Um, so it's depressing. The things that they're actually doing to us, like, I mean, you know, the situation with your dog, I mean, that's really, it's just an, a natural thing that you're going to feel bad about. But then they're adding an artificial layer to that, yep. you know. Yep. Yep. So it's like we, we've got to try and fight that artificial layer so we can go through our regular emotions of things that are bad, you know, and come out of it kind of like, okay, well, you know, we're getting through it and you know, but but with the with the kind of the veil of of this artificial remote neural manipulation, they can just keep you in that funk. You know. Mm-hmm. Best to get out barefooted in the morning and and sit on the grass for a while. Yeah, I think yeah. throw everything at it. You know, gr- ground in your house. 
yeah. around when you go outside. Um, you know, I think Dave's CD is a huge, huge deal. Yeah. But if you listen to that, like, I mean, do some experiments. Like, sometimes just listen to it all day long. Like, if you don't usually, and see see if your emotions change. Because what that, you know, like Terry was talking about, you know, put like on, come conducing through your skin to your to those in your ears, your eyes. So, you know, when, you, when you're playing Day CD, it's like blocking out a lot of those frequencies from, from getting in there and getting to a place in your brain. Um, I try to listen to it all night like you do, and I agree mm-hmm. I'll wake up and it's off, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they know how to do that. Wait, did you get the digital recorder? Yes, I did. Now, now do I know how to do it yet? No. Uh, I am the most. Me too. I am the most me challenged too. person on the face of this when it comes to that. But no, I've got it. I'm just, I, you know. I, I think you got to get like a, you got to get a cord that goes from the CD player to the microphone uh, outlet of the digital recorder, yeah. and then you just yeah. play what's on. You you press record on the digital recorder, and then turn on the CD. So, but you've got to get a little um, adapter, so it's going to be this the same kind of uh, uh, what's it called, little input thing. Yeah, he already recorded it for me though. He he sent it with the full, you know, with the recording oh. on it. Um, but am I am I? Do, still scares me to open it up and use. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, I'm afraid of my cell phone. I'm afraid of this. I mean, I don't get it. Oh, no, no. Do that. <laughs> Open it up and use that because then you don't have to worry. I mean, think about how you'll feel a lot freer yeah. because I know that with my CD player and, and they, I've got to put it in this enclosure and fight right. them on it and they're frying my batteries. I feel that right. I have to carry that thing with me if I'm going anywhere. If you have that little digital recorder and some headphones, you'll just feel a lot freer in your life. You'll be like, okay, well, when I feel bad, Boom! Just put that digital recorder on. Yeah. I I can't. I I'm I'm gonna have to go get some uh, inputs, but I can't wait for that because it's just everything they do is this kind of closing us in. You know, attacking batteries or attacking your CD player, making you go sleep in an enclosure. So you want to find ways to feel freer. To be like, okay, well they can't touch this. So I feel free, and, and you'll you're, you're you'll feel better. You know, you'll feel just more empowered and happier. Because these things that close us in, uh, as human beings, it, it just makes us feel stilted. You know, yes. it makes us feel yes. like like uh, slaves, like prisoners. The uh, and that's the point of it. The yeah. isolation is horrible. Then your then your own brain starts working on you. You know, and your your all that emotion gets bigger and bigger and bigger when we don't have yeah. outside input. You know, just going to the grocery store, I feel better. You know, I mean, oh yeah, talking yeah. to a to a cashier makes me feel better, you know. And I'm I'm in the same situation, you know. When I'm sitting in my condo, I was sitting in my condo today. You know, when I went outside, I did feel better. But then coming here, I'm like, what can I do? You know, these hear the V2K and stuff like that, and it's just it's a cycle. You know, uh, depression, the depre- the artificial depression they're putting on us leads to isolation. And if you do studies on isolation, it causes depression. It yeah. causes more depression, so you know. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Well, they, yeah, I think well, they're going. Good. I think our attackers don't really know what they're doing. They're following a protocol, 
But I think these people who have rolled this out uh, sickeningly program out, I think they, they do know human beings. Yeah. Um, I think these people microwave, they don't know shit. They're just, yeah. they're they're going by a playbook. Yeah. Playbook and they're putting it in the software. But the people who put it all together for the monkeys to push the buttons, I think they yeah. know a lot <laughs> about psychology. Yeah. Yeah. What do what do y'all think? Because I, I I have a feeling like my attackers, the ones who are surveilling me and shooting me with directed energy and doing the remote neural manipulation, I feel like they are ex-military. That they they're not psychotic. They don't know the mind or anything, but they're just doing all this stuff. And then that data, whatever, they're just you know torture me, remote neural manipulating me, all this blah blah blah. And then that data get you know it's on their little modules or remote stations or whatever you call it, and then that kind of, they send that off to somebody or, you know, it's it's a wireless network where the people who want that information get it. Like, if there are neuroscientists or, uh, you know, oh, doctors yeah. involved. Yeah. But I think these people who are doing it, uh, they don't know anything. Like, they're literally, the, I think that there's this, um, what, what is it? Uh, profile for the people doing this Uh, like a profile Mm -hmm. like a a pro like they have to be people who will just keep their mouths shut but it's Mm -hmm. not really important that they're smart that they know anything about the mind i think the 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 profile that they use to get these people is just they'll keep their mouths shut they're they're in the the masons or ex-military or some kind of agency that's learned how to keep their mouths shut and then they just follow a protocol you know, because Brian, too, always talks about, like, oh, no, this is, like, a bunch of, they're all psychologists and doctors, and that's who's attacking you. But I feel like the profile for those people wouldn't match up with so many of them doing this to so many of us and keeping yeah. their mouths shut. Yeah. Well, you know? they would, that would be way too expensive for them, too, you know, yeah. to, to, to employ a bunch of scientists, doctors, and whatnot to push the buttons it wouldn't be necessary. These these low level guys know how to push a button, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when when they whenever they they get the word. Um, but no, I agree with you. I think they are. I really, I really think so. You know, mm-hmm. just for, and here in the V2K too. I mean, yeah. Ooh. They don't. So sound I like mean, people. go ahead. They do not sound like they're that smart. Yeah. You know? They do not. I mean, they say the same things over and over. It's like, get out of here. And, uh, you know, then have this narrative they've kind of built up over years and years. And I think that they put the chatterbox thing. I think there's a certain kind of uh, program where they'll put uh, different phrases, they say, into this program or software, a chatterbox software. And the chatterbox software uh, will partition stuff out to, to repeat it do things to where it kind of sounds like they could be there, you know, but I don't, I don't think they really, I don't think the people themselves really um, do any of the work. I think, I think it's a lot of automated software that they're putting in these things they're doing real time, and then they can keep doing them to us. Even some of the targeting, I feel like, goes into a certain software. Uh, so if they're trying to hit my CD player, they may manually try and do it at first and just fail uh, because they're trying to manually hit it while I'm trying to put it in enclosures, 
but then they put they even put some of that targeting into some kind of automated software to where when I turn that CD player on, there's software that automatically targets that. Um, like they have it kind of built in. Um, I don't know, just some thoughts on that. Yeah. Dangerous, like dangerous to combine all these things uh, and then use automated software to do it do it to a human being. I mean, that is purposeful. Uh, like, we are satanic, and we're going to, you know, do the worst things we can do to human beings, uh, you know, using all this technology combined because we have a short time and a short window before people realize we have this technology, so we've got to do the worst things we can do with them, you know. That's what it screams to me. Well, I think they also... We, you know, just like Terry's getting the word out, people and and the um, Cuba situation, it's becoming more known. Definitely, oh, yeah. More people are aware of this, and I, I, I think they're on a push. I know my targeting has has increased exponentially, and mm-hmm. um, and I, I think it's. I'm hoping they they think it's because, you know, things are time is running short for them. Hopefully. I really get that feeling, and I know I, I, I say that a lot, but I get that feel like something. I, I heard the V2K today, and I couldn't make out what they were saying, but the guy was like, we've only got something. Like, And he sounded like he was saying, we've only got a certain amount of time or something like that, and I couldn't hear it clearly. And I've just been getting that, like they've been doing things that they've never done before, um, and they they've been really you know, targeting more heavily, but I get that feeling that they're coming up on it. They're not sure. Like, yeah. I, 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 get, I get the feeling that they're very unsure of where this is going. And, and they're, they're maybe, you know, I, I think, you know, with the, with, you know, I've said that, well, I've said this a million times, but with the Cuban embassy attack and a lot of these, like, huge, you know, there's a lot of organizations fighting this. You know that the um like the DOD the 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 third party contractors they they're they're talking about timelines obviously you know they're obviously having meetings where it's like okay so how how much longer can we do this um and I think they're I think they're all getting kind of unsure uh, about how much longer they can just you know do this without all of them getting caught and I think that they're such cowards like the people who have just even up to the top of the DOD is they're going to pull out before they get caught. You know, yeah. they're not yeah. going to take a chance of us, like, you know, getting them into court and, and people and, and them being caught red-handed doing this across the country or, or worldwide. You know, they're going to they're gonna pull out long before that. So that then we're going to have to catch them, we're going to have to say they were doing it, but they're not going to be doing it anymore, you know. That's kind of just my own feelings on it, though. Little update on politics right now. The governor's races across the country are, well, I don't know how many people are Democrats or Republicans here, but for the most part, it is uh, Democrats that are winning. Almost. Oh, no. Yeah, well. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, well, do we, I mean, it kind of tells us what's going on with Trump. Yeah. I think, and. A lot of people are pretty upset. So anyway, I just wanted to update you. I'm watching it on television. Whoa. Yeah, that um, I was I was expecting November fourth to just be 
you know, chaos because, you know, Antifa yeah. was going out and it fizzled out. Antifa and, and the white nationalists were supposed to clash, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Except Terry said, Terry, are you there? Yep. Terry, you said you it looked like it was going to be bad in your in your area, right? But it didn't didn't end up bad. No. But did you notice Anonymous put out a a warning video saying that? Well, you don't know if it's really the real Anonymous, but they put out a thing no. saying that uh, they're going to war with them. Who's going to war with who? Anonymous is with that group. Antifa or the white nationalists? Antifa. Antifa is kind of anti-fascism, which is anti-corporate you know, corporate control. I'm yeah, but terrorist. they are, they're getting declared as a terrorist group. I know. Terrorists. I can't quite understand why. Because they only yeah. want to, I mean, they don't want corporate control. I don't think any of us want corporate control, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's, it's a money issue, in my opinion. I don't know enough about them, but uh, a lot of conservatives really don't like them. Right. Um, right. You consider them terrorists. I think yeah. because I think they've they've made uh, threats of violence. Huh. Um, I've I've heard that. I I don't I don't know enough, you know. And the way that things go, uh, they could be you know heroes and. Um, just be, you know, yeah. people spreading yeah. rumors about them. Yeah. Yeah. My dad doesn't like them. I know that. Your dad's a conservative, yeah? Oh, yeah. My dad's a huge conservative. He's a Republican conservative, no, they, fiscally they and socially. People are only paid out $100,000 each for MKUltra, and, and people know about MKUltra. So what are the chances that we get more than MKUltra? Because um, each of them only got paid a hundred thousand dollars each for being reduced to childlike state. Oh wow! That was back in when that was like the nineteen eighty or something like that. When, yeah, but when the, would they pay this? All right, but the settlement was recent, and they only received a hundred thousand. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's so many people being targeted. I mean, it's in the millions worldwide. So, you know, I I'd love to get a settlement for my for our pain and suffering. We all deserve millions of dollars. Like we all deserve, you know, like probably, you know, at least 10 million dollars a piece for this kind of torture and this kind of reduction of our lives like this. Um I would settle I would really settle for just ending though. That's me. I mean, because I think what's going to happen is we're going to be, I think it, the program's going to end, and then people are going to then continue litigation and continue trying to prove this. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, well, I really don't know. I don't know. We may have to force them to stop. I just, I, I see it as like, you know, they don't really care one way or the other to keep it going forever because they're just that, they don't care. They're people who don't care they want data and money, and then when they feel the heat, they're just gonna close up shop, and then and then we're gonna be kind of sitting there hanging, uh, you know. And I think some people are gonna go for for uh for reparations. I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't know. 
Where are the transits that are su- where are the transits that are successful? Huh? I I think the chances of that being successful are actually pretty low, considering um considering how little MKUltra got paid out, you know. Yeah, but I mean, think about how many years after MKUltra closed up that they got that. I mean, because MKUltra ended in what 1970 something, and that was recent. That's like what 40 years afterwards or something like that. Um. You know, but I, it could be different this time. You know, I, I hope it is different this time. It has to be different this time, actually. You know, um, gosh, I don't know. I mean, we've we've got to try every angle. I, I think there, you know, I know there are some classes that the problem with that is they want, uh, you know, they're they're finding out that like, you know, um. But the guy Spencer's kind of finding out that it's it's a little bit harder to know who yeah. to exactly prosecute because it's like who you know, and I think we should prosecute the third party contractors because they're I private do. companies. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, or, and manufacturers, that, people who manufacture right. these these you know devices. Yeah, like Raytheon. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh North North and Grumman or whatever. Well, um, like a, Boeing. I mean, um, like, for instance, gun manufacturers or the gun sellers have an obligation to make sure that the guns don't get, well, they're supposed to, make sure that mm-hmm. guns don't get sold to dangerous people, okay? Well, don't these people, shouldn't these people, um, oh, Jack, shouldn't these people um, be required to make sure that these devices that they hand out, which are lethal, don't shouldn't they, um, you know, be required to, to, but they're sold. Hmm? They're sold as non-lethal, right? They're sold as well, non-lethal weapons. Well, they. Yeah, but that. I mean, we know otherwise, but that's what they—that's what they're listed as. Yeah, well, they know. Right, but it, but, it, but it still sits, you know. Well, they know better. That's what they're classified right now. Yeah, I agree well, that they know better, but yeah, public doesn't. Yeah. Well, and Kevin, I, is it Kevin? Yep. Kevin, I know I've been hearing you on these calls since I first started calling in, and I and I don't mean in any way that your suffering has wasn't isn't terrible, and that it's just as unacceptable as everyone else's. But and you seem like a really nice person. I think sometimes you may not realize that it comes out a little insensitive. That you know, some of us are sort of fighting for our lives every day. And um, we want it to stop too, you know. And I feel like you don't mean for it to, you know, to be that way. But I feel like you are a little bit less receptive to the other information that we're all trying to get. Sometimes, you know, I, I, I know everybody. It's so easy for us to all get absorbed in our own stuff. I'm not trying to be negative toward you. I think that you're a nice person. I think you just don't realize sometimes that how it seems. No, I'm sorry. I just well, no, you know, don't be sorry. Nothing to apologize. I, I, well, I just I notice how you'll come on and you'll be like, "When is this going to end?" Uh, has anybody, you know, I mean, it's like we're we're all wondering that though. So like, <laughs> I kind of I kind of it's it's not. Uh, but I kind of see what Ashley's saying. You're like, hey, when, so when are we going to see some results with this? And all the rest of us are in the same boat. 
we're like, when when is this going to end? You know, when are we going to see some big breakthroughs? We're all thinking the same thing, but I th- I think what you've got to do is you just got to you've got to do your activism. We're going to have to do a lot a lot of public awareness uh, before we see. I agree. And like Kevin and me and you, we're we're young. We're young and it's a different media. You know, it's a different, um, all the young people, the younger than us especially, are on social media and all that stuff. Like Kevin was saying, I think those are really good ideas. It's going to take someone, you know, a little bit younger to put that all together, I think. Thanks. Yeah, she wasn't trying to say anything bad about you, Kevin. It's just like we're all what you're saying. And it's like... You know, it's we're all there. We're like, when is you know, what what about these these court cases and stuff like that? But it is, it's kind of like when you when you come in and you're like, hey, does anybody know when this program is going to end? You're probably not. I gonna think get Kevin Kevin has a really good idea. Yeah. Kevin has a really good idea about the live stream Facebook stuff. I think that's a great idea, and Kevin's the first one I heard say it. But maybe we could, maybe Kevin, you could sort of sort of organize that somehow get that going because it is a great idea yeah i think that's so important like to get people on social media organized and talking about this i mean like because i just do my my videos other target individuals are doing their videos but if we get a synergy of like supporting each other uh an organization of, of talking about the same you want to put out there in mass then you get a bunch of people who are doing videos and they're all like okay this week we're going to do videos about the cuban embassy attack next week we're going to do videos about you know whatever what uh uh the global ti survey or something like that so getting all this together and organized and it's happening like it's happening organically right like ti's are talking about some of the same stuff but to really do it consciously to make a conscious effort to bring all this stuff together and not just let it happen organically, but to push ourselves together and, and, and be like, okay, we're going to talk about this. And then you, you, we start campaigns on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube uh, to, to get certain words out there, to get certain topics out there. I think it's a great idea. I, I try and work on it, you know, for my, my singular uh, YouTube page and stuff like that, but we... We really do need to get some of these people who are talking out, who are speaking out, to to meet and to say we're going to work on this. I mean that's crucial. Yeah, Kyle, get, make sure you get on Ella's and every call you can this week to make sure your challenge is issued to as many as you can. Yeah, I think uh, I told people about it on my last call, <laughs> but I was immediately thrown into a headlock and beaten. Eaten senselessly and thrown to the ground uh, right after I talked about a little bit of it, and then I got I got pummeled, I got attacked, I got bombed on my call. Bombs went off. It was ridiculous. I I, I wasn't even I was blindsided because I was like, oh, I'm gonna get on my call and I'm excited about my uh you know, my November, uh video bomb, and uh, then I like unmuted one person and they started like just like going off on personal issues of people in the community, like fights in the community. And I was like, where did this come from? And then my chat room started being attacked, and I was like, what? You know, what's happening here? Well, the better you do, the more we get attacked. They they were letting you know that you're well-loved, Kyle. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're well loved. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys know about funny. Frank Allen's R&D call? Yeah, Sunday? Yeah, on Sundays between, uh, I think, 10 Eastern and 6 Eastern. And you don't have to be there for the whole call. You can pop in, pop out more than once or just once. And people are researching, like, a, one thing maybe and then sharing the, all their information. So it saves just time on personal research, too, and... You know, you can learn a lot and you can share a lot of information and I hope he doesn't mind me telling yeah. him. I'm sure he wouldn't. Yeah. No. The more the more the merrier I think with all that. So yeah. uh if anybody that doesn't know about it, Frank Allen's call on Sunday is uh I, you know, he's trying to grow it. I think it's gonna be mm-hmm. really helpful. And then I go to go from that to Neil's. Um on in that kind of an R and D call on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of a talk call. It's Neil a long is call. Start a research and development call. It's a long call anyway, so I'm not. I'll have somebody all day Sunday. I'm not alone. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Like that's. A, I mean, we're having so many calls, like from you know five central where I am to late into the night. So the, the calls are doing well, I think. Um, and thank God for them. Twenty-five. Thank calls you, all of you. On my website. Yeah, thank you, all of you. There's a lot of moderators here in this call, and I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you very much for what you do. Well, thank you. It's really, you know, it's been what keeps me going. It really does. I know, just knowing we're not alone. Just where I feel like sometimes I feel like a Jew sitting by the radio during the Holocaust, you know. Like on these calls. I know it's kind of a funny, uh, not, well, it's not that funny, but, um, and I really do. I feel like I have That's to get on the calls. Yeah, I mean, because we're we're waiting for the allies to come. Allies to yeah. show up, you know. Um, but we're also it, we're in a better situation because we can move around, we can get information out. We're not trapped in you know death camps. Uh, we're right. trapped in electronic death camps. But we can still move around. We can still get information out. And you know, I, I you know I I hear about Facebook is. A, operation i totally believe that i think even youtube and twitter you know these things are connected to the google machine, you know but definitely google. yeah oh definitely google yeah definitely google but the thing is it's like you know we we don't have we have the the pathway of information of handing out flyers and telling people by word of mouth but i think we have to turn these other things that may be you know getting people's information we have to turn them against themselves you know, we got to start using them for for really getting important information spread out uh, across the world. Um, you know, and just use them against these evil powers that are kind of trying to use them against us. Because we don't know how much longer we're going to have them. Because I know things will change. I think things will change for the better, but you just never know what they're going to start censoring. So it's like while we have the opportunity to use those pathways of information, we have to as much as we can. I mean, in, in like, yeah, in in somehow in some ways, you know, I know that I can put out good information for every video, so I'm not that worried about just throwing stuff out there that's not useful. But in a lot of ways, what I wanted to do was a symbol, a symbol that we're not going to stop talking about this. That, that if we're sitting there and we're being tortured, you know, and our lives are, you know, changed by this, 
that we might as well speak out as much as possible whenever possible. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's kind of a symbol too. You know, I know what you do is a symbol too, Terry. You know, that you're always out there handing out flyers. You're always trying to connect with people, uh, get people on your website. And it's 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 almost a symbol along with, with good, concrete information that's going to help people, going to make the public aware, but also the way that we do it. You know, because I've seen, I've seen some TIs, like they come out with great information, right? And they'll make about videos. And it's really just great information about their situation, about what they think is going on. And then they're like, well, that's it. You know, that's it. And, and, and it's not because they're giving up. But it's because they're like, that's what I wanted to say. But we we need, you know, quality of information, yes. But we also need a quantity of information. And I think people sometimes are like, you know, well, we don't want to put out too much. We want to put out an over quantity of information because then we're losing quality, right? But with this situation, quantity is important. Because then it raises us up and our information up to a level where it's like your your website will be up on on Google the more we talk about your website uh, the more that people make videos target individuals make videos then we go to when people are looking for something on YouTube or looking for something on Facebook so the quantity also matters I don't know what my point was I guess just that not the point not is that quantity over quality yeah, yeah, and my and my point is not quantity over quality, but it's that both are needed. You know, we've got to uh-huh. talk about important stuff, convince people, and we've got to do it often. You know, we kind of have to repeat it too because people don't necessarily get it on the first go around, right? Right, right, yeah. exactly. Because it's such it's such alien information to some people. Yeah, you know, like they've never heard about it, so you you've got to kind of keep. Keep telling them, hey, this exists, this exists, you know. And, and you know, I would urge all of you guys to keep talking to people about T-shirts and signs and stuff because we really got to show how large this crime is. I don't know if you guys noticed, but some recent events posted people that were leaders and have following posting that there's only 2,000, some saying there's only 10,000, some saying there's only 300,000. I really do stand firm on the numbers for my calculations of 1.2 million at least, and I think that's small, but uh, we need to show our numbers. The larger the volume of the crime, the more reaction we're going to get out of the public. And and by no means am I saying that I'm inflating any numbers because I just wouldn't do that. I believe the math that I put together is very solid. So getting participating, you guys, and T-shirts and signs and doing YouTube, the more that's out there, the more that they see the number of working on it. And besides, that also shows groups don't get together for mental illness. You know, they can say that all they want, but like Kyle said earlier, all that's slowly fading away because they realize it's just not has nothing that they can stand up against it anymore. Yeah, I think we need to start connecting that. I mean, like, you know, Tyrone Dew said it on one too. He said, the mentally ill do not organize. And mentally oh, ill yeah. people don't organize. Yeah. yeah. Mentally ill people, yeah, it's like mentally ill people don't make YouTube videos and, and they're consistent with consistent information. They're, they're mentally ill. They're not capable 
of staying consistent with things like that. So these are obvious things that any psychologist should look at and see. These are obvious things that people, they either deny from conditioning or they do know it and they stay quiet. There's two points there that we should really push to people when we're talking to them. When people ask me, well, some people, every once in a while, somebody will say, well, I've seen that there's mentally ill. I said, one, mentally ill people don't organize, do YouTube videos. They don't build websites. They don't go pass out fires. They're like, that's a good point. I said, the other thing of it is somebody saying that we're criminals or something. Criminals do not fight crimes. They do not. There you go. So that covers the basis. That's very real. Even psychologists will tell you that. I mean, even if they got into the depth of profiling and stuff, somebody would interject themselves into something, but they wouldn't try to solve anything. So, and the other side, mentally ill cannot, I know people personally that are schizophrenic. Believe me, there's no way they could have conversations like this. There's no way that they could get online and do a bunch of things. They definitely couldn't go out and organize. They couldn't build websites. They couldn't run calls. They couldn't YouTube. So these are very important parts things that we should point out when we're talking to the public, especially in our videos and stuff, too, for people to watch. You're talking to, like, your family or people close to you. Focus on the activism because it is, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer that, okay, you know, if you if you talk, like, seriously, like, I've talked to my parents before and just said how much it hurts and what's going on and what they're doing to me. And that can be construed as mental illness, even though it's not, even though it's real. But when you talk to people about activism, global TI surveys, this guy named Terry handing out flyers and has this awesome website, you know, people making YouTube videos, people getting on conference calls and figuring out how to, uh, you know, defend against this stuff. All those positive things, it's a, it's a, it's almost like a, a natural inclination of people to be like, oh, well, this is activism. This isn't mental illness. This is you're doing something about a problem, you know. So, so you know, just a, another thing to throw in when you're talking to to people around you. If you do want to tell them, you focus on what we're doing. You know? hey, Kyle, have you done a video about families and friends should be sticking behind TIs? You know, when things get rough, they kind of like something that I did. Made a bunch of videos on that, but I could probably do a new one. Probably like a, probably a year ago. Yeah, I think we need to reinforce that too for families and people that watch this stuff because realistically, when something like this happens, it should be families and friends working together, your family sticking behind you, helping find out what's going on, researching. And I think we need to emphasize that more. What do you, like, what do you think, like, say you had a family member that's like, okay, I believe you, but I don't know what to do about it. I feel helpless. What would you tell them, Terry? What would you tell them? What I tell my family members is when they say, what can they help out? Like my mom, spread the word. Let your friends and stuff know. Let other people know what's going on. You know, network, use your networking skills to get the word out. That's the best thing in public awareness. And I said that when... It gets to the point where officials are running and they're talking about these things. Make sure that the people will know to go vote for these people to help overcome these crimes. That's what I tell them. But I tell them... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to also suggest, though, that 
when you need help yourself, somebody just listening to you without judging you, that's one of the best things they can do for you. You know, just listening. Yeah. My yeah, definitely. That that's a good point. It's it's one of the most. I mean, that's that can alleviate so much pressure, which is caused by this horrific um, targeting. You know. Yeah. You know, uh, Linda just made a really good point, guys. A lot of the people that I talk to, and the, today was a really quiet day, which is kind of thankful in some ways and sorry in others, but look, if TIs call you and stuff, try to have an open heart, open mind. We all went through this in the beginning, especially the new people. They want to get this out, burn it off their mind and, and whatnot. Listening can make a world of difference. You know, once in a while you'll, you'll wind up running into somebody that goes, you know, a little out there or something, but really listening is a huge thing because a lot of what I do is just listen to people so they can get it out and stuff. And then I found out after a period of time of just listening, they will start working and telling you their ideas and activism and sharing their life with them and stuff, and I think that's really, really important. Let's just get the frustration out, you know? Yes, I have one person that I put all my burdens on, and thank God they're there for me. <laughs> and that's your mom. Probably... Yes? Well, I wasn't thinking of her, but. Oh, yeah, her too. <laughs> yeah, her too. But, you know, my mom has, you guys may not realize it, but my mom spent quite a bit of money making sure I had paper for flyers and different things and whatnot. It's really sad that somebody felt that they had to attack my mom, but not only do I understand that that's just part of this game, but so did she, so that was really great. Let's all thank her. And you guys, I guess we better call it a night because Ella's call is going to start in five minutes. Okay. Okay, Terry, thanks for the call. Oh, thank you very much for coming. God bless you all. Thank you, Terry. All right. Bye, Kevin. Bye, Bye, Kevin. Bye, Kevin. Bye, Linda. Bye, Terry. Bye, 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 guys. Rock on, everybody. Okay. Right.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.